Hey guys, Abbott Skelding, host of the podcast. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, episode 19, which is what you're about to listen to, was going to be uh, me and Mike DeGreed talking about our top five most important days, uh, good, bad, or otherwise, days that have impacted us the most. Um, however, uh, thanks to a lovely little computer error, uh, that episode's gone forever. And uh, yeah, it stinks. It was a good one. Anyway, uh, so to make up for it, we're going all the way back to, I'm going to say 2017, uh, when I was the host of the Creative Cohorts podcast, and we would occasionally do top 10 uh, lists, and so I teamed up with John King, who you just heard on the top five WrestleMania moments, uh, and his wife Elise down in Columbus, and we did our top five pop punk songs because they're such big fans of the genre and uh it's a really fun one uh hope you enjoy it uh it's a bit longer but that's because you have three people doing top tens instead of top fives so enjoy This is a another top ten episode. I'm here with uh, previous guest John King uh, and his wife Elise King. Hi. Uh, for her first podcast appearance, uh, we are doing a top ten. Someone's at the door. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so <laughs> we, we are here uh, in Columbus, Ohio. This for make you guys feel good. This is the furthest I've driven to record a podcast. Aww. Hey. So, hey, baby, we're worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome to the 614. Yeah. Uh, There's things to do here. Yeah. It's true. Previous record was Bowling Green, so you guys beat that by two hours of driving. Woohoo! Shut up! (laughs) So, we are doing uh, uh, another top 10 episode. This one I wanted to do for for quite a while. Um, My favorite genre of music is pop punk music. Uh, I'm. I don't know how you. I'm sure it's. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's big time. Yes. It, like this. This whole genre is the whole reason why I picked up a guitar. Well, there you go. You know, I've been playing bass for 14 years now, um, and this was the whole reason for that. Uh, well, I just made me realize my love for boys wearing eyeliner. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, yeah. No. This music defined my adolescence. Um, it was my rebellion against my parents. It was... PSA, I don't wear eyeliner, even though she's married <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, thank you for clarifying that. Um, wait, 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 we shouldn't be wearing eyeliner? Hang yeah. on. Yes! Hang on, G. Yes! I was wondering why you look so nice today, Abbott. <laughs> Brings up my eyes. Um, yeah, no, this is... I, I don't know. Defined me as um, a young adult. It's still the, my favorite genre of music to, to this day. It's just fun. Like, yeah. especially just for any moment. Like, there, this is one of those few genres where you listen to something and you get that, oh, hell yeah, that's yeah. why. You know what I mean? Like, that's, there's so many different songs. It's in so category. high energy and it doesn't yeah. take itself too seriously. Exactly. I, I, I think that that's the best part of it because it's like, because you, you can get any feeling of like, like, yeah, like like a rallying cry, but you can get that from like heavy metal or, mm-hmm. or, or anything else. But I think with with pop punk in particular, you get that 
plus, you know, musical ability, plus, like, a sense of humor is usually very prevalent in, in the pop-punk genre. So what we are doing, we are doing our top ten pop-punk songs. Uh, the rules, of course, for as is the, the case for all of my music top tens. Um, uh, do, we're going to do top 10 plus an honorable mention, so technically it's a top 11. Uh, and you can only have one song per artist, which is, you know, just to make this... That is what made this show yeah, damn hard. I will oh agree. My God. That's what made this super, super hard. Because let's be honest, we have like three or four heavy hitters in this genre, right? Okay. I, it's so... Because I own most of their discographies. Like, right. that's so difficult. Exactly. As soon as I said that, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Basically. Oh. Basically. So pissed. Yeah, it's... It, it, for any music one that I have to do, or, or any music top ten uh, episode I do, uh, I was telling you before we started recording, I usually just write down every song that pops into my head that would even be oh, yeah. attention. That, that's exactly what we did, too. That's what, how we started, and then whittling it down. And Now, we, we don't know each other's. We, oh, that's, um, that's good. Bullshit. Okay. You and I about getting a damn... Okay, yeah, no, no don't even. Other, so don't even bad. go there, because we talked about our number ones. Okay? And we, we about got in a damn fist fight over this shit. Um, oh. But we don't know Abbott's yet, so that'll be Yeah, good. so that'll be so good. Hopefully we don't have too many repeats for you guys. Uh, and so and the, the other concern I was having, I was telling him when, when you were out there, uh, like I was worried that, because I don't, because pop punk as a genre is very just widespread. Out there. Um, so like, I, like you have like the, the very popular, like you said, the heavy hitters of the genre that everyone knows, but then you have like the lesser bands that like right. only like two or three people know. Uh, and it just covers like all it, like pop punk being broken up into much smaller categories um, and I was afraid like like I don't know what's on their list like I'm we're gonna be sitting in a room recording for two hours and I'm gonna not know anyone on their list no, I, so, think, uh, I think you should know everyone okay. on mine I would be really surprised if you didn't um, what, sure. Wait, which is funny because now that I'm looking at my list, uh, there are maybe two or three that you guys probably don't know. Okay. Or, or may, maybe. You gotta remember, this one was a pop culture major. It's, That's true. It's That's, true. Yes, it's a real major. Yes, it's what? a real thing. And yes, it, it costs real money, too. <laughs> Shut up. But now I... Okay. So my, my degree, uh, I went to Bowling Green State University in Ooh. Bowling Green, Ohio. Go Falcons. BGSTD. Shut up. Um, for those of you who don't understand why he's saying BGSTD, um, back in the 80s, Bowling Green had the highest incidence of chlamydia. We did it, guys. We did it. In, in, uh, out of um, any public university. So that's our claim to fame. The cool um, thing is, at, at some of the bars back in the day, like if you went into Uptown and you stepped into the bathroom and just stared at a urinal, you could catch chlamydia. It's true. <laughs> um, and uh, so that's our claim to fame, as well as uh, once we won the National Hockey Championship, like back yeah, in the uh, 80s. Less about that. Talk about the, the SCD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Fuck your hockey. So, <laughs> it's so a lot of people got, got chlamydia. People talk about the fun shit. People's dicks are falling off. <laughs> Basically. It's, it's so, like dick leprosy everywhere. So everyone got chlamydia in the 80s, but it's not a problem anymore, but um, that's, that was kind of a uh, big issue. You can Google that shit, everybody out there. But anyway, so yes, my degree is in popular Just culture. Just as you're Googling it, make sure you wear protection. Shut up. My degree is in popular culture with a minor in psychology because I like knowing why people think the way they think and buy what they buy and do what they do. Um, and so, yes, you can actually get a job with it. I actually work for Customer Insights um, for a large um, uh, plus-size women's um, 
clothing company yep. here in Columbus. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think all of our credentials uh, speak for themselves. You you have a pop culture degree. Uh, you have. Yeah, I work for, not to say the name just because I don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> um, I work for a very popular technology company uh, as a quasi-account manager, um, so a lot of our stuff is very popular <laughs> in the tech world, uh, so you have to keep up to date with current trends and things like that yeah. to keep competitive. Um, this is just something I've really been passionate about. You know, before I went into the tech world, um, I was a vocal music end major as well. So music has always been a part of my life too. Even right now on the side of my job, I officiate weddings, but I also sing in them too. There you go. And and I just like electric guitars and dick jokes. So, <laughs> so I think that's perfect. I, I know so perfect. I know what I'm talking about here. Right. It's true. So, uh, so great. <laughs> So how we will do it uh, is the same that we did for the uh, WWE entrances uh, countdown that you were part of. Um, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to go kind of around this. Uh, we're each going to do our 10 through 6. Uh, I'll 10 through 6, 10 through 6, 10 through 6. And then we'll go 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, everyone. Until we get to number 1. And we'll do our honorable mention uh, at the end. Yes. <coughs> So, uh, who would want to start with their 10 through 6? John, you're up. God damn it. Don't volunteer all at once. Right. I'm staring. <laughs> I wish there was a camera here, because I was staring right through at least the whole time. And he could see it, and he's like, John, there you go. You ass. All right, so number 10 that I'm going to go with uh, is The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Nice. Don't you worry what they tell themselves. This was actually one of the first songs that I learned how to play on bass. Um, so they really got me like building up into the genre. What was crazy about it, like when I first started learning learning how to play bass, um, one of the things I would do that my instructor was almost teach me almost like a Suzuki method, um, where I would listen by ear and then we added in the sheet music after that. Okay. Um, but I just had the ear for it, and I realized that a lot of the um, chord progressions are just simply patterns, and once you figure out the pattern, it's easy to go. Um, so I actually learned the guitar solo and would play it on bass. <laughs> um, so it, it was a blast, and you know, I, without like knowing what I was doing back then, like purists of the instrument would be like, "Oh no, you can't do that kind of crap." No, it was fun. Yeah. But that song, it just gets you moving, your blood's pumping. It was a blast. Yeah, and it's it, like the the chorus is like like you have the verse, and it's kind of like it's it's kind of soft and, and not very you know mm -hmm. you know intimidating or whatever. But then like right before this, it just jumps right. Little girl, oh, it's so good. But the thing about it is like that that whole uh, well, the whole song is it, it's it's a it's a pep talk. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? So especially for a young adolescent teenager, that really hit home for a lot of us too. Yep. That that and I think that is played a huge part in the the popularity of it as uh, well as well as and uh, as well as a lot of other like pop punk uh, songs like you know cuz they talk, have lyrics like hey guys like you know life may suck right now but it's not right. it's not horrible and and that's definitely 
uh, one of the more well-known ones. So exactly. that, that's that's a good one. What do you think, Hattie? Do you like that one? I do. I do. You I, approve? I do. Okay. I do. I'm, I'm surprised you ranked it that low, honestly. Yeah, I. Uh, it was tough. It was really tough because, like, I, it, I knew it needed to be on the list. It's just as I got to going through all my picks here, I didn't have a choice. Um, you say so. It, it just get, get, keeps getting bumped down. To, yeah, like it yeah. did. Like it did just because I, I have the thing about it is that there's a lot, especially with these songs. I mean, that's our childhood, right? Okay. So there's memories tied to each of these songs. Oh too, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why I went with uh, the middle by Jimmy Will for my number ten. Okay. Um, going on with my number nine, um, I do anything by Simple Plan. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that guitar riff, right at the beginning. Like, and then what was so sweet about that is that as he's singing the verse, okay, you just have this solo guitar, the ding 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 ding. Oh my god, it was the most, it was such a catchy lick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you go through the whole song when it goes through like the post bridge towards the end. Right. Mark Hoppus comes in on vocals out of nowhere, yeah. who's my fucking idol, okay? And the whole reason why I picked up a bass guitar in the first place. Yeah. So, I thought the song was already sweet, and then you hear Mark Hoppus singing on there, holy fuck balls. Yeah. Like, it was phenomenal. And that that definitely <coughs> helped the, the popularity of that song, because <clears throat> I think that was their, I want to say their first Yeah, that was the first, first single, yeah. sure. A simple plan just has a way of getting stuck in your head. I oh, yeah, and that's absolutely. It's just like that little earworm that just lives yeah. there. Well, Pierre's vocals on that, too, were phenomenal. You didn't hear a, a mid-range tenor like that singing punk rock like that back right. then. You know what I mean? Like, you would have, like, Tom DeLonge's voice was real nasally, you know yeah. what I mean? And then Mark's I, was a little bit darker, but then this guy comes up out of nowhere. He's kind of, he's, yeah, I say of those, like, he's kind of the happy medium between. Yeah. Because his his vocals and, uh, I don't know, I, I like Simple Plan. Uh, mm-hmm. They, they unfortunately did not, spoiler alert, they did not make the cut. You turd. On my list, I'm sorry. Fucking turd. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, his, it's kind of like, it, it's not Tom DeLonge whiny, but it's right. like, 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 another day. Yeah, it's like, like it's so perfect for everything that they're trying to do. Right. It just it, it, the guitars were phenomenal. Um, and not only that, but my God, their voices blend together too mm-hmm. when they're when they're um, harmonizing with each other. Why could I not come up with that word? Gee, <laughs> <laughs> take that, vocal major. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. Um, no, I mean, God, I remember exactly you know, when that song came out. I was in junior high. I had a bunch of like the. The little black wristbands on and all that shit. Like, I don't the ones that if you, you broke them, you had to give your boyfriend a blowjob, those bands. Wait. So, what? <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute, what? No, those all had, like, hey, meanings. Those, oh, like, little jelly, bri- jelly bands. Where's those all had meanings. First you talk about STDs. Now you're talking... <laughs> no! This is I... a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, Elise? <laughs> you said... And then he said... Right. Fuck. <laughs> but wait, but wait, what? 
I don't forget to put the E for explicit next yeah. episode. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> as I did with the last one. Well, nonsense. The problem was I never had a boyfriend to give said blowjob to. Right? Um, We're missing out, man. You gotta remember, I grew up, my high school graduating class had 84 kids. Okay? We didn't talk about sex like that. No. There were 84 kids in my freshman world studies class. Holy crap. We had a lecture yeah. hall in my high school. Mm-hmm. We did. Wow. True story. Okay. Yeah, 84 kids in my... Our school was in the middle of a fucking cornfield. Like... I'm from the city. It was, Hi, no, it was... It was a very Bible-thumping town. We just didn't talk like that. You know what I mean? Um, there, there were no blowjobs to be given. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, back to Simple Plan. Um... <laughs> I remember. Hey, hey, I I'd do anything. Yeah, for that blow also, job. That, for that, blow job, right? that album is all no pets, no helmets, just, just balls. 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 So, a good, great album title. Yeah, and, and just everything on that album too. But I think that was not only was it the first single, but that defined that album too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, everything about that song was just wonderful. And I wait, I, wasn't Addicted their first single? No, that was the second one. Really? Yep. I, I knew. I knew <coughs> it, it was like the same album. That I, I just. Yeah, Addicted was the second one. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, which is okay. another great song by that. And the thing, that's what I love about that band. Like, as I was learning how to play bass and everything, those guitars were so good. Just the licks that they came up with were fantastic. And it just, it defined what I was, at that age, you're kind of trying to determine your own um personality with the music that you like you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that really carved away for me I yeah. thought it was a great song it's a solid, solid choice uh, number eight uh, I think she's going to be mad for the beat so <laughs> though um, is Dirty Little Secret by All American you don't want to play you are the only one that needs to know I'll keep you my dirty little secret Okay. You'll see in a lot of my songs here, it's because of the guitar lick, okay? okay. Right at the beginning. Like, oh my that god. Was a good one. So we went in August um, last year to Blossom and we saw Blink 182. All American Rejects opened for that, okay? okay. Unbelievable how good they are live. Like it, it sounded like the studio album. It was over, and you knew, they do. They put on like show it live. was unreal, and they were so entertaining on the stage. And when you watch all those music videos mm-hmm. in like junior high, getting into like your freshman and sophomore years, they were fun. Mm-hmm. There were so many different party atmospheres. Um, like I know some people are really big on Swing Swing and some of their older classics, but dude, that dirty little secret that that's just exciting. Right. Um, and it was talking about a, a really risque subject too. You know what I mean? Like you're my dirty little secret. Who has to know? Yeah. Okay, it's fucked up. Like <laughs> you, madam, are my mistress, <laughs> but only I will know that. Like, <laughs> but it was it was a, for the hometown that I grew up in. It was a taboo subject. Are, right now. are we allowed to to share memories we have associated with these songs? Oh God, see, it, it scares <laughs> me. With listen, as a married couple and married to you, this. Scares me because of how sexual you've been so far. <laughs> but like, I'm terrified fine, to know these things. Fine, I won't. 
Fine. Um, but no, it just it was such a fun, fun song to listen to back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah, and you're and that and that's one like because on my preliminary list, uh, I had swing swing and dirty little secret was like mm-hmm. the option B. Now the organ was sweet at the beginning of swing swing. That's true. But I, that, uh, that. But, but you're right, exactly. Oh, that, it just attached to you. you yeah, know? and like, you're right because because I hadn't I hadn't listened to Dirty Little Secret in quite a while, and honestly, mm-hmm. you just now singing the guitar was like so good, wow, so good. It, it oh is, my it is God. very good. Like I'm, the hairs are standing up in my arms right now. Like it's ah. Uh, well, it is also so awesome. like you know thirty degrees outside. So well, I mean, there's that. You know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was number eight? Yes. All right. Number seven, good sir. Number seven. And I know I'm going to get some flack from the listening community for this. And I'm sorry. Um, and part of my decision for this song is the music video for it. Um, it was a major turn in my eyes for the band on where they, their future was going as far as their musical playing style getting away from the like garagey kind of sound um my number seven is all downhill from here by newfound glory Oh my god. This is so, another one that I was surprised how low you ranked it. I, because there's other, again, there's other groups in there that I had so much more sentimental value. Now, right. if, if the, <clears throat> the most difficult thing for me, because my absolute favorite song by Newfound Glory is Sunny. No one knows that song because it wasn't a single. Okay. okay. Um, it was just so awesome because the bass line was just all over the place. There was fantastic chording to it. Um, but all down here from, all downhill from here, all down here from how? Yep. Wow. <laughs> all all down here from hill. Yep. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, the music video was unbelievable. There was great animation to it, very bright, vivid color schemes. Um, it was just, it was visually impressive. Um, but the song rocked so much harder than My Friends Over You and some of the older jams that they have, you know what I mean? Um, which, don't get me wrong, My Friends Over You, that's probably the most popular New Found Glory song, but All Down Here From Here, I think that was a very, shut up, dick, All Downhill From Here, How Now, Brown Cow, The Arsonist Has Oddly Shaped Feet, <laughs> Unique New York. All downhill from here. There it is. Attaboy. Thank you. God, I'm so proud of myself. Um, if you listen to some of their newer stuff, they get a lot heavier with the guitars. It's a lot darker distortion. Um, so it was really a turning point for where they were going as a group in all of their musical styles. Um, this really added a lot of edginess to that group. So that was... And that was, I started dabbling in electric guitar all the time that that song came out too. Um, so, and the, again, it, that riff at the beginning just, it attaches to you. It attacks so fast that you just do not see it coming. And then you have the palm mutes on the chords during the, the chorus, which is the iconic sound for everything pop punk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. 
like that's so good um so yeah that was my uh what was number seven that was seven yeah seven yeah i absolutely love that group what comments from the peanut gallery (laughs) again i was really just i know how much you like newfound glory so i was really surprised you ranked them well i have to but i i totally agree that it should be on Mm -hmm. at least someone's list yeah (laughs) for sure it's probably not on habits no, I'm sorry. I, to be clear, I'm not familiar with that, New Found Glory. That, well, well, New Found Glory mostly as a whole, in particular. So what song. we'll do during the next break, I'll play it for okay. you so you can hear it. It's it's damn good. Okay. It's yeah, good. I think that'd be. Um, my wife's good's gonna kill me for my number six. Number six. She's gonna kill me because she loves this group so much. She's already staring daggers. So I know. Like she has. The, I wish there was a camera. For this, because that's stare could stop a fucking grizzly in its tracks. My God, it's just like, have you ever felt like you just got stared through? Like, just there's a gaping hole in my skull right now. Anyway, you're number six. <laughs> Get to it. I'm not okay, I promise, by my my head. I know she is. I'm sorry. I don't The only reason why they, listen, the only reason why they're not in my top five is because. That it's not in your top five. The only reason why is because I think there's five other groups that were much more influential to the genre. Bullshit! (laughs) Bullshit! like to admit it or not my chemical romance influenced this entire generation of musicians the, the upcoming generation of musicians once we get to my number one I'll combat them no Ooh. I my my chem again eyeliner number one <laughs> um sweet sweet here's the thing Gerard Way's vocals unbelievable unfucking believable like, and all of their videos I mean did I Love to know if Gerard Way realized he would not get nominated for an Academy Award. In oh yeah, his videos because it's that dramatic and mm-hmm. just the quality of his, just the the emotion behind everything. Oh, it's yeah. just absolutely mind just blowing. And I I I do not agree that they're not in your top five. I'm sorry. I I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Let me let me tell you guys something about my wife. So I am about a foot taller than her. Okay, and a little more than she is five foot four of. I am five three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even five four. I am five foot three she on a is good day. Five foot three of FDA approved Class A Fury. Okay. Oh my God, she's a firecracker. So I I really have I'm questioning my safety at this moment. <laughs> Again, here's the stare. It's back. Oh my God. Um, no, Gerard Way. Like it's his vocals were so unbelievable. Um, and in the band that was behind him too were such good musicians. Um, a lot of their improv that they were able to do. It just the guitar solos were phenomenal. Um, drumming was great. Um, and just all in all, wonderful group, but I, I hope 
I can regain my wife's love and trust once I get into my top five. Maybe someday. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, uh, like you said, for the next, I don't know, however long we're recording, uh, the death stare doesn't melt your face into lava and... Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, the lava it burns! Uh, maybe if you rank good bands higher. All right, so that, that was your... I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over your shit attitude. What was oh. that? <laughs> My Mommy, bad. why are you a daddy fighting? <laughs> <Right. laughs> All right, that was your number six. So, Elise, we'll yes. start with your number ten, please. All right. So, my, I'm going to get shit from this. From <laughs> number this. ten, Mike Kevin Cross. Son of a bitch. No. God damn it. I <laughs> am going to get shit for this because a lot of people do not consider her to be pop punk. However. No. I know where this is going. No. However. No. She is what opened the floodgates. Oh, my fucking God. Are my you kidding me? love of this genre uh, and also inspired my fashion choices from 8th grade to about through sophomore year. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, oh, my number me. 10 is Skater Boy <laughs> by Avril Lavigne. Yes. Like, my dick just shot out of my ass. So, asshole. I didn't realize <laughs> that it was acceptable for women to wear neckties with t-shirts and trip pants. It wasn't! That's why and she's so, so shitty! I listened to Avril Lavigne, and what I realized, my God, I want to look like her. And so, from eighth grade... She married Chad Kroger! I'm not talking about her later life decisions. And boy, they were so shitty. I, I am... I, I agree with she you. She married Nickelback. I'm not defending her actions when marrying Nickelback. However, she, she's talking like first album and nothing I'm past just that. Mother yeah. Fuck. So, so Skater Boy was what started it all for me, and so they naturally that's how I had to start my countdown. It's what got me into. Some of the more credible <laughs> um, oh, bands there we go. later. I, I will fully admit that that she's probably not. Uh, like you're aware, this whole genre, this whole genre has this term called poser. I, she's one of them. <laughs> I am aware. I accept oh, this for shame. However, I, I, I will I will to get on the Avril defense track. Oh, on. eat hey, a hey, dick, hey, Emmett. Uh, not okay. Not even Avril, but that song is good. Is it, oh. it is a good pop punk song. It's a good narrative. Yeah. Like the narrative is there. It's just good, great. Yes, the Avril Lavigne part of it, maybe not. But it, that but that song. Yes, I, I will. She and was that's a... how. No, that's how. Hey, the... hey, he he was a boy, and she was a girl. Can, Can we make it any, any more, more obvious? obvious? I know. Um, <laughs> no, and so I think Avril Lavigne is how a bunch of eleven and twelve year olds, year old girls, in suburbia, yeah. got into 
the pop punk scene. I'm, I'm with you. That, that makes sense. Thank you. I, 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 yeah, because I, th- I, that first album was like 2002 or three. It yeah, had to something have been like that. There, yeah. Because Weird Al did a parody of uh, Complicated. Yes. That album came out in 2003. Oh so. my god. That... So I'm going to go with probably 02 or 03. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think... I mean, looking back, I mean, we're in 2017. Looking back on early 2000s, like, and maybe we should have prefaced this in the intro, pop punk as a genre is probably most relevant from like mid 90s to mid 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Say 95 to 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, everything, and you know, something right in the middle there, like Avril Lavigne, like, Mm -hmm. you know, for anyone who is. If you're born in 1990, you're 12 when that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it just kind of, you know, going through that filter of pop punk and you're trying and to and, that and, music and that's, is and just, that's the time where you're trying to discover yourself. Exactly. You're trying to find yourself as an individual. Now, do I wear a necktie every day? No, I haven't worn a necktie since I was in 10th grade. However... <laughs> but, but she found Chad Kroger. I'm not talking about Chad Kroger. <laughs> to be fair, she first found, uh, what's his face, from Sum 41. Yes. So. Derek Wimbley. Yes, thank you. I, I couldn't think of his last name. And that Wimbley. was a wonderful couple. Anyway, yes. I and they're getting the, divorced. Thank they, God. Jeez, so. like so. the thing about it is, as much as I hated her persona, okay. I just wanted to look like her. Well, yeah. I, I flat ironed my as hair. Prepubescent. John King, yes, that she was hot. She was hot. I flat ironed my hair. I wore so much eyeliner, <laughs> so much. My hair was pink one she year. She had stock in Maybelline. Purple <laughs> uh, the next year. I I owned multiple neckties. My favorite one I stole from my dad, and it was a navy blue tie with little red airplanes all over it, and it said, "I'd rather be flying." <laughs> Um, wow, that's a drug reference. Okay, fantastic. Uh, uh, no, my dad was a pilot. Oh, my God. So, um, so, so I, I, I also liked to yeah. wear... Pilot, marijuana. Uh, <laughs> whatever. I, I also what had this pink and... <laughs> we can work Elton John on this. I'm going to be high. I also had... As a kite pie, then. Can you shut the fuck up and let me finish? I also had a pink and black plaid, um, pink and black plaid miniskirt that I wore to school with pink and black argyle skull knee highs oh and pink and black Chuck Taylors. Um, I also had I wore a lot of pink and black these sleeves that were like separate from the shirt that like were fingerless gloves but they went up to like your elbow. I really liked Hot Topic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure did every just, girl that listened to this. Stuff. I really and so that was me as an adolescent um, and mostly due to Avril Lavigne. So, I really hope you redeem yourself in number nine. <laughs> so number nine... For our merits. He, he is thoroughly not impressed. Oh, number I'm, nine... I'm so upset right I now. Will, I will... I will... <laughs> preface this by saying I do not like Panic at the Disco. Okay. However... <laughs> That hurts a little. Yeah. There is there is one song by Panic at the Disco that I truly love. Um, and so number nine is Lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes oh off. God, such a good chance. By Panic at the Disco. Fever You Can't Sweat Out as an album as a whole. 
I it was eh, I didn't understand why what was, no I didn't understand why everyone was losing their fucking shit over it I really didn't and like I I just really like this song I like the video for it I like the lyrics lyric if a song doesn't speak to me lyrically I don't like it and so this one does um, the whole album is amazing I some of the clips that they wrote were. I, oh I, 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 I appreciate God. that, but like I just. Hey, hey I'm, I'm gonna go get a sandwich. Do you guys want to like just fight, fight it out, and I'll, I'll, I'll fucking battle royale. <laughs> so I. Let's throw off for the over the top rope. I I really the the what's the word I'm trying to say? The lick I guess that speaks to me most. Um. I, I just and I love this the and lyric? I the lyric this this one lyric that speaks to me and I this is like this was like my my breakup anthem oh no it was <clears throat> and I quote I've got more wit a better kiss a hotter touch a better fuck than any boy you'll ever meet sweetie you had me and that speaks <laughs> to me on a level <laughs> that not many other songs did <coughs> as. A sixteen-year-old who had a lot of angst. I, that, just the first line. It is. Is. Is it still me that makes you sweat? Mm. Am I who, who you, you think, think about, about in bed? bed? Yum. No, oh my god. Yum. Yum. No, and then the thing was, it started so calm, cool, and collected, and then when he got to the chorus, yes, that just complete octave jump with yeah. his vocals, like oh, especially such on a the good second. What's the syllable of Harlequin? I am so glad that you did not... The first syllable of Harlequin. Like, I'm, I'm really proud of you <laughs> for not putting Irington's Not Dread. Fuck that song. Because that, it, it was so overplayed. Fuck that so song. So overplayed. Uh, that and Wake Me Up When September Ends are probably two of my least favorite ding, songs. Ding, 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 it makes me... They... <laughs> <laughs> for those of you for those of you at home here's the thing for those of you at home Abbott just pulled out his list in a pin <laughs> as if he was going to scratch something out <laughs> I oh, that was I hate those two songs and I don't care who knows it I really hate them so um, my number nine then is, is Lying is the Most Fun uh, by Panic okay uh, that was nine? That was nine. Okay. Nine. Yes. Nine. Number eight. Nine, Number... nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry, I love Number movie. eight <laughs> is Jude Law and a Semester Abroad by Brand New. Okay. Do you, you don't know that, do you? I, I know the band name. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um... Pause for audio input. I... Right. <laughs> all the English boys you meet American boy back in the States Appreciate. No, it, it's a good jam. It is. It's that's more fun. It's more of a fun song, but it's also kind of like got that like relationship dynamic. I, in I, it I appreciate you putting them in there, but I would always say I've always thought them to be a little more emotional than pop punk. So, you know I mean? so their first album, um, my favorite, your favorite weapon. Our favorite weapon, my favorite Their weapon. Their favorite one? Your... I have no idea. I'm... Your favorite... Oh, Jesus Christ. What was the name of that first album? Was it Your Favorite Weapon? <laughs> Folks, there's literally smoke coming out of your ears right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's Your Favorite Weapon. 
It's your favorite weapon. Thank you. Um, that whole album was very pop punk. And then I think... Um, Short Circuit? Shut up. And then I think when they uh, released the one after that, they got a little more emo tactic. Don't try to think of the name of I it. I really can't Don't, think don't of hurt it right yourself now. right now. Um, I have it. Please. Um, my Apple Music. I love you. Don't die from false album naming. Shut up. <laughs> I think it would be like the first recorded incident of that happening. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Um, now pull up the song so we can hear it real quick. No, they'll put it in later. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, yes. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, wait. Is this was... Your favorite... is not this weekend, is it? Your favorite... <laughs> so, your favorite weapon was definitely a little more pop punk. Uh, Deja and Tindu was... Your very emo-tastic. And, but I'm, I, I will stick by that... Um, uh, your favorite weapon. So what about this song? What about it? Why did it... Um, I don't know. It's... I remember... I think it's because... You got memory set to it, don't I you? I do. Are I, they PG? They are. And sure. No, it was like... <laughs> I um, I remember going to my very first Warp Tour, and um, they weren't there that year. This was back in 05. Um, went with well, five, don't you know? Went with a bunch of girls at school, and um, one of the girls, the girl whose house we were staying at, um, burnt me a copy of this album, and burnt I... Burnt me a copy. Oh, my right? God. That's so 2000s. It's so Holy 2000s. Um, oh. And so she burnt me a Damn. copy of it, and I... I just fell in love with it. And this is hands down my favorite song on that album. And um, I definitely think Brand New needed to be on the countdown somewhere. Um, And it's just a good, like, tell all the English boys you meet, got the American boy back in the States. And I just, I don't know, it's poppy, it's kind of punky, it's kind of fun, it's kind of like got that relationship element to it, which was kind of fun and sure. I it's just up there for me Good. so I'm sorry you guys don't know it I, <laughs> um, <laughs> no I know the song okay Amos one is like oh uh, okay uh, okay just white noise okay. <laughs> so number seven moving on my number seven is uh, Cute Without the E cut from the team by Taking Back Sunday at the beginning like pop punk and, uh, and, you, and you guys asked me before we you know a couple days ago like, yeah really like, texting like, him like hey could, could you consider this fair game like <laughs> and, and, but I don't think we can have a pop punk pop punk podcast without wow say that ten times better. right pop punk podcast without <laughs> like touching into a little bit of emo with it I really don't because no, yeah. without pop punk emo would not exist right touching uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving him that look again, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> um, burns. So, and again, lyrically, it's it's what spoke <laughs> to me. I I really was a very emotional <laughs> young teenager, and I just I really just wanted to find the one person who was going to love me, <laughs> and we were going to be together forever. Yep. 
And, well, I didn't find you when I was 16. Yeah, I know. It was, you were, you were what, 20, 20, you know, whatever. 23. Yeah. You know, but when I was 16, like, I really just wanted to fall in love and be married to the person forever and ever. And, you know, that didn't happen because that asshole cheated on me with a girl who was really ugly. And, um. Wow, okay. Like, congrats on your downgrade. She's one hell of a five. Oh, my And the only thing she had God. going for her was giant giant fucking tits. My, uh, I my saw the wedding has... pictures. She didn't wear makeup to their wedding. What the actual fuck? My wife, everyone. Anyway, <laughs> that's a rant for No, like, when you, when you get about the emotional stuff, too, like, I... I, when I was in high school, I looked like a keyboarder for Flock of Seagulls. Out of some I've street. seen pictures. <laughs> and, like, seriously, dude, I had short hair like it is on the sides right now, but my bangs came down to past my nose, okay? Like, I was almost a driving hazard because it completely covered my eye. For the record, everybody, had John and I known each other in high school, we probably would have fucked like rabbits and had about 17 children by now. Thank God. We don't. We didn't. Have. Thank Oof. God. We have no children. Good Lord. <laughs> so, Oh, anyway, but no, lyrically, there's there's one line in here that I really, really love. Um, it's in the bridge, and it's, I know you well enough to know you never loved me. And oh my fucking God, that just, ah, uh, ah, uh, I love it. Ah. Uh. Basically. <laughs> my God, you sounded like, what's his name from Mad TV? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was trying to... Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, it was the woman. It's, oh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, and, and I think... Speaking, speaking yeah. of 2003. Yeah. Right. I was No. Stuart. I was saying. What does mommy say about the fudgesickles? I was saying. Stuart. Fudgesickles are frozen dog poop on a stick. <laughs> That's right, Stuart. <laughs> oh my god, we're getting sued by Mad TV. Right. Anyway, um, oh, that, they, is it still around? Like, is Mad so. TV real? No. Like, no. didn't they declare bankruptcy five times or something? They're, like, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, you don't have to worry about Yeah, right, they, I think we're coming. If anything, we're doing them a favor from keeping it right, alive. Just, <laughs> so. That's so good. I don't know. What do you guys think about the the taking back Sunday? No, it's, it's a great jam. Um, yeah, I, 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 and like like you said, like you were like, oh, does this band count? Does this band count? I'm like, yeah, I, I think, and like you said, like anything, anything that would fall into the category of emo kind of also falls under the category as a whole of pop punk. So I think, yeah, you kind of you kind of have to include yeah them on 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 a list there. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So that was my number seven. Um, my number six is Fat Lip by Sum 41. Okay, wait a minute. Not in the top five, really? I, it's close. <laughs> well, thank you. It's touching. The I top can five. math. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love. Some forty one was so. I, I consider them in the top, like. Like of, of those. Of the, of the heavy hitters, though, yeah. I consider them in that. I don't. Oh my God! I, With. I'm not for pop punk. For wait, wait, all killer, no filler. Are you kidding me? 
that, all killer all no killer, killer. Fair, their entry album as a like, pop punk oh. album yes but after that they just went full on rock oh like yeah, absolutely chuck and yeah. um, does this look now. infected are for sure just straight on rock albums it's not well that was a lot that had a lot to do with brown sound their one lead guitarist and because he really wanted to play harder rock stuff you know what i mean and i and i will be perfectly honest with Derek as, and Cone and uh, who's the what was the name of the drummer? Steve something. Good day. Um, they they all wanted to stick with that pop punk genre, but Brown Sound really pushed them to go outside of their comfort zone. But that all killer no filler album was quintessential pop. And, and I agree with that. However, and I think that Fat Lip absolutely needed to be on this list. But my favorite Sum Forty One album as a whole is Does This Look Infected? Because I think it's got a little bit of that pop punk to it still, a little bit of that flavor, but it's just a good rock album mm-hmm. in general, and it's amazing. Oh, I'm um, sorry, I thought we were talking about a pop We are! But I, I fat lip, and, and the guitar solo in the beginning, that riff, mm-hmm. um, is iconic. Absolutely mm-hmm. iconic to the sound, iconic to um, just the guitars in general for any kind of pop punk I mean, any any song that starts off with "Stroll into the party like my name is El Nino." Oh right. my God! And I'm so hanging good. out drinking in the back of an El Camino. As a kid, was a skin. No one knew me by name. Crashed my own house party because nobody came. Oh my God! So good. I, I mean, love that we all just did that. Oh, yes. it's so amazing. <laughs> oh. And it's just proof that it needs to be in your top five. It's, Bullshit. It's close. <laughs> close. Abbott, I call a mutiny. <laughs> well, to be fair, your number six was not very well received either. Yes, so. by her. <laughs> it's not fair. She's the odd one out here. I guess. Oh my gosh. Oh, so that's my good. ten through six. All right. Go ahead, Abbott. My number ten. Uh, we're we're going to start on the uh, obscure train. Um, oh my. Yeah. Uh, my number ten is a song called "I Just Want to Run" by Downtown Fiction. Uh, what? <laughs> exactly. Um, Downtown Fiction. I literally know nothing of this band other than this song. Uh, they seem like fine guys. Uh, it, it is a very catchy song. Uh, I think part of the and one thing you'll you'll notice with with my list is and I, and I kind of mentions this uh, uh, in between uh, recordings here. Uh, I don't think the like I like I said I love pop punk as a genre, but I think. Some of it can be classified basically as pop music with electric guitars, which is fine. But but I guess kind of as a whole, it would still fall into the category of pop punk. And and this song in particular is very... it does have elements of like of the the pop punk sound, but it is very kind of sing songy. Uh, there's a lot of like upbeat. Um, okay, before it comes, like I because I, I literally I have never fucking heard of these guys. Me ever. Neither have I. Okay, this is a good pausing point. Let's pause this so I can listen to this. Okay, let and pause. Oh! 
That's my number wow. 10. Wow. Okay, so it's a good jam. Like, I I was blind, blindsided by that. That was that was pretty damn good. So I, I feel like once I heard it, I recognized it, and I used to intern for a um, randomly a Christian radio station here in town when I was in high school. And um, I'm pretty sure they used to play that. So I wonder if they are, like, masquerading as maybe a, a Christian rock band? I don't I, know. Yeah, I I, um, I honestly don't remember how I heard this song <laughs> right the on. first time. Uh, I, I think... Uh, I want to say back, like, before I had Spotify, like, and I had a Pandora account, it would, you know, you just pick an artist and then it plays sure. songs similar to that artist. Um, and I'm guessing it was part of that. Sure. Because I, like I said, uh, this is literally all I know of this band. And, like, I, I when I first started hearing it going, like, the dude singing, it sounded familiar, but it, it, it I, I think it's a downfall of the genre sometimes, too, is that everything sounds the same. And, right. You know what I mean? Um, his voice is the killer, though. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that I was not expecting. So that that's a good jam, bro. Like, I can't... For the first time hearing that, I can't argue that. That's a good jam. I can see why you wanted to put that yeah. down. Yeah, it, it's... It, and, and on my way driving down here, uh, I had, you know, 18 songs that I had in contention uh, right. to be on this list, and I was just kind of listening to all of them, and that song is just... It's fun to... Like, I'm... You ask anyone who writes, I'm a big uh, air drummer, uh, air, oh, yeah. air, air guitar oh, yeah. player, uh, especially when I'm driving. Uh, so that that that's dangerous. It, whatever. <laughs> God, thanks, Dad. Come on. Right. The Creative Core has. Cohart Cohart's podcast does not condone or recommend. <laughs> Mom, you're ruining the episode. God damn it, Mom. Air guitar or air drumming <laughs> for the safety of you yourself and others while you're operating a motor vehicle. I love how we have all these safety announcements and then we have like all these fucking curse words flying everywhere. <laughs> I'm just covering your ass, Abbott. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you know, for Consider the, his ass covered. Yeah, you know, for the three people who listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, we shouldn't be. Oh, all right. Well, let's let's listen to this guy. Right. All right. So, so that's my number ten. It's it's just a fun. It's a fun song to to sing along with. Sing, uh, singing along with it is really fun. Uh, and it's just I don't know like like you said the the vocals on it are, are really yeah, good too solid. so so it's it's fun to at least try to match that sure uh, my number nine uh, I promise my list is going to get more well known mm-hmm. uh, this is not one of them God damn it, uh, I'm it. sorry uh, number nine is a song called because I'm awesome by a band called the Dolly Rots I know uh, yeah that song. I know that song too okay. yes nice all right we did it. It's just fun, like like we were talking Absolutely. about, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, I love how obscure your list is already, though. I mean, it, it gets more well known, but, okay. but this, I, I felt like I needed to include this one because it, it it's just really fun. And I and like we were talking about earlier, pop punk is a genre. There there's like the angsty pop punk part yep. of it, and then there's like the dick jokes and and like the fun, lighthearted nature of pop punk. And this song is is all of that. My like, favorite my favorite joke that's going on right now. Um, 
Blink One Eight Two's new album. Have you had a chance to listen yes. to California? Love, love okay. It. Oh my God. So good. Built this pool. Sixteen <laughs> seconds of just sophomoric antics. Yep. All the lyrics are: I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool. And that's it. Like that's. And then you hear Travis Barker at the end go. Is that really it? <laughs> yeah, it's but because I'm awesome. Yeah, no, uh, it was great. It's was uh, great yeah, it's it's just really fun, and I think any any chorus that includes the word "neato" in it is <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome. So it's uh, was uh, I don't I don't need you because I'm neato uh, because I'm awesome. So it's it. There, there's a like there's three verses, and each one is like. Uh, I always tell you how smart you are. Well, because my brain is really supersized. So, so it's just, it just fun lyrics like that that kind of define the the pop punk genre. Oh, sure. And I think this is, is, is a great representation of that. No, good pick, man. All right, uh, my number eight. Uh, hey, it's a band everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> number eight is Crush, Crush, Crush by Paramore. I was, oh, I was so How do I not have Paramore? <laughs> oh my god! I, I am, I'm I apologize. She, she has, for the record, she has Avril Lavigne on her list. Right, but not Paramore. What the fuck? I, I don't know. Your prayer, I, I feel like. I haven't known you the last five years. Like, I, misery business should be on here for me. Well, see, that's what I was saying. Why not with misery business? Crush, crush, crush. I like really? crush, crush, crush. Uh, yeah, but uh, my, my whole thing, like, they're misery business, crush, 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 and then they have another song that I had in the running called Ignorance. Yeah, that's which, a good jam. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, it, honestly, it was between Crush, 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 and Ignorance for, for the Paramore spot on really? my list. I, misery, I think Misery Business has the same effect of, I forget what we were talking Waking about. Waking Up on September ends? That one. The, the overplayed nature of it. I, it's a really good song. Really? They, I don't remember. I just, oh, the guitar at the beginning. Yeah. Again, that's, that's the intermentalist. Right. No, 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 I understand. Uh, I just think Crush, Crush, Crush is like, just the... Uh, like the like the guitar part in the chorus, like like I just like I don't know, and uh, like her her vocals in Misery Business are like she's like whoa like she, like she hits like the like the, oh yeah the woes part that are like again very prevalent in it makes pop you punk. weak at the knees it, it is very good I, I there's something about Crush 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 that is I don't know, I, I I part of me it, I think it's because it's not. It's, I love the fact that right now you're fighting with yourself I know, more than us. <laughs> because you know deep I, down. You know what though? I am experiencing internal conflict as well because yeah. I can't believe I left them off my list. Yeah, I still can't believe you picked Avril Lavigne over fucking Paramore. She's the. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> you you did. Did, did. You picked over. Paramore wasn't even on your goddamn list. You like ever like accept this right now, okay? You need to look in the mirror and like 
think about your life and what has happened so far, where you ranked Avril Lavigne on a list and forget about Paramore. I can't. I Haley Williams, if you ever listen to this podcast, please be a guest, please. I am so sorry, and I should have had you on my list, and I didn't. And I so, so I need to ask you this right now. If in a fight, who would win? Avril Lavigne or Haley Williams? Oh, Haley Williams. Thank you. Fuck you, Kyle. Get out of here with your bullshit. Avril. God, you, you, if you were on a Who, who would you rather fuck? Avril Lavigne or Haley Williams? Valid question. I mean, no, no, hold on, hold on. Time out. out. To be completely fair. Uh, I'm officially divorced as of Monday, so I take what I get. A dog, I mean, whatever. Whatever will be in a heartbeat. Really? Oh, fuck you. Hey, 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 guys. Everyone is entitled to their own wrong opinion. Haley Williams' hair will make my panties hit the floor so hard that they'll end up in China. So I take it you're a Haley Williams guy. Oh, absolutely. Of those those two Haley Williams. Of those two Haley Williams. Okay. Okay. And... Abbott is completely right. Everyone is entitled to the wrong opinion. Just like Bray Wyatt doesn't have the greatest entrance ever. Fuck you. (laughs) Wow, that just happened. No, I just... If you were on a Chili's menu, Kyle, you would be a baby back bitch. I prefer chicken strips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He's still... If you guys... If you guys have no idea what we were talking about just then with the Bray Wyatt thing, go back and listen to our entrance podcast. There's a huge fight that happens. I'm, 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 <laughs> oh my god, so hard. All right, now that I'm mad at myself, go on, Abbott. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, between Crush, Crush, Crush and, uh, and Misery Business, those two... Not now that I'm thinking, it's probably because I hadn't listened to Misery Business and that's in, in, in a and long that's time. Okay. Uh, I'm sure if I gave it like another listen, I, I just wanted you to think outside of the box there for a second and realize your own internal conflict that you're having. I know, and, <laughs> and I did this on the last episode too. Right. <laughs> but, All right, uh, what's your number seven, my man? Number seven. Uh, it is by All Time Low. Ooh. It is damned if I do, yet damned. If oh I do. my God, that's. Awesome. This, this song was this this one was hard because like I said there was my narrowing down process I just write down like every song I think of sure uh, there was like five all time low songs that I'm like oh crap this is gonna be really hard to narrow down um, but like but damn if I didn't like it just like like I, like I said about the about misery business like the the was I supposed to know? Oh yeah! Just, just the the bouncy sing songy mm-hmm. part, and 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 then followed immediately. Sing songy is the best way to describe exactly. it. Exactly, yes. that, that's like, exactly what it is. And it, it's and you have that like basically the chorus is three lines of that, and then the last line is damn drunk, 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 and just like just the the <laughs> so the, accurate the <laughs> angst part of the last yep. line of of the chorus is like like damn. Do ya? Damn if I don't. 
and it just it, he's air drumming so hard every, everything everything I'm sorry um, he's not driving folks it's okay I'm not driving I'm sitting firmly in a wooden chair uh, just like in my car this is, um, you have a wooden chair in your car you don't know me uh, his little Ford Fiesta you guys exactly. he's got a little wooden chair um uh, but damn, if I do it, it's just so like, <laughs> like I love songs that you can sing along with, and that song is just so bouncy and fun yeah. and and upbeat, uh, and it's it. I think of the like three or four songs on there that I, that I had written down. I'm just like, oh, like it was really hard to pick one, but I think that one is probably their their best one, mm-hmm. uh, and needs to be. Oh, it's very good, man. On the uh, the pop punk list. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six. Number six. Uh, Uh-oh. Am I going to get pissed? So, you're not going to get pissed. Um, (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Go on, Abbott. Here's here's the thing. Uh, (laughs) John, what was your number six? Um, Oh, no. Um, dude, what? I'm not no, okay. you can't make me say this and make him mad at me again. No, I'm not okay. I promise by MCR. Uh, my number six is uh, Helena by. MCR. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Great song. It is a great Fucking song. Fucking wonderful song. I, it's it's the for the same reason that he said about something else. Just like you, you have that one, which on another list, like yeah. would, would probably be higher. Oh, absolutely. But there's like I was just listing everything, and I'm like, yeah. Like, so I almost went with that song. Okay, yes. but thinking more about the genre and things like that, mm-hmm. I felt like I'm not okay. I promise, fit better into mm-hmm. the genre. Um, Helen, that was dark. It is. Like that, was, whoa. that video. Yes. Intoxicating. It like, was. It was it, it, it a is. work yeah. of fucking beauty. Oh, yeah, and the the scene at the toward the very end oh, when Gerard is carrying the coffin on his shoulder mm-hmm. and you they they do a really tight shot of his face and just the raw emotion behind those lyrics is incredible it's oh my that's 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 probably one of if not my favorite music video of all time right It, it it is a great music video i um i think i don't know like like that song over and I'm not okay was was one of the four My Chemical Romance songs that that I had written down. Oh, for sure. Um, but I think this one was just like, just the power in the chorus, just just like oh my god, like, and he's got such great vocals to begin with. Oh, yeah. oh. and it, but like this one, it adding like punches raw. you in the chest. It really does. Yeah, adding his raw emotion. It makes in. you feel things. Oh. It's it's just so great, and I couldn't like. <laughs> oh my God, the feels. Ah. Really All the feels. So what did you think of his solo work? Did you hear it? Couldn't tell you. It's not that I've great. Not, I've not listened to it, no, I'm did, sorry. I wasn't, I'm sorry, Gerard Way, if you ever listened to this podcast. Please, please be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, if you're going to be a guest, I wouldn't mind you know, meeting him. So, 
Hi, I'm right here. All right, so Gerard Way, you actually owe me because my best friend and I from high school got tickets to your show for the Black Parade Tour here in Columbus. And I don't know if you remember this, but you got food poisoning the night before from the College of William and Mary. Um, and you had to cancel. Nice your, going, Gerard. You had to cancel. Yes, very nice. What a dick move. You had to cancel your show. You postponed it one night and then you canceled it the second night. And let me tell you, as a 17-year-old, I was heartbroken. So Gerard Way, if you ever listen to this, you owe me. But I, I wasn't a fan of your solo stuff. Please reunite the band. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you owe me, but I'm gonna jab your solo career. I, not but a solo career. career I just, back. I just think, it, I, I just liked him in a band better. You just liked him in general. Oh, okay. stop it. All right. Ooh, eyeliner. Okay. All the eyeliner. Uh, I'm right here still. Eyeliner. Uh, no. Pete Wentz. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you're number six. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, I, I just think that Helena by Michael McGraw. And uh, just to... I. I think it's safe to assume that your top five has my chemical romance in there somewhere. It, it, yes. Okay. Uh, so I, I just want to, since we've, we've already got two of the, I think, four songs that I had mm-hmm. for my chemical romance, the other two uh, that were in the running were um, uh, Teenagers. Oh, yeah. And na 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 but I'm a sucker for like uh, like laws in a what, song but what about famous last words that's the very last track on the Black Parade. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Black Parade. Anyone? Or or just the Black Parade in general. And, and, and I, to be honest, I was waiting for someone to bring it up because I've came up with this analogy and I think it's a perfectly valid one. Uh, Welcome to the Black Black Parade. The song, not the album, is the pop punk slash emo version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like like it is very it's like yeah. very, it's a very epic song. Yeah. That kind of builds and builds and then it kind of, and then like you know it starts off very very soft mm-hmm. and sweet mm-hmm. and then it gets and then basically like end of verse 1 is just like rocket ship and it just like boof. Have you ever noticed though all the similarities between especially the Black Parade album and Queen's work? Oh yeah. It's I, no, I, Oh my oh, god, dude. if you like the first time I played it for my dad randomly, um, I, we were in the car and I think I was taking a road trip to Bowling Green to go visit there for college. <laughs> Shut up. And um, I, I had it, we had it in the car, we were listening to it and he goes, who are these guys? They sound like Queen. Wow. And mm-hmm. I, uh, there's a lot of similarities between Gerard's voice and Freddie Mercury's. Yes, and I think especially it, with the range. Especially with his range, especially with how emotional he gets when he sings. Mm-hmm. If 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 you listen to especially anything on the Black Parade album, mm-hmm. listen to it. And there, 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 I mean, Black Parade, like, there's. I, I don't think I've ever listened to it start to finish, but there, there's a lot of like really good songs. Oh my god, you have to listen start to it start to finish. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'll, absolutely. You I'll, have I'll to. Fine. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, I, I got through that without a kidney punch. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm so, proud so of my, you. my chemical romance is number six uh, with Helena. Okay. Okay. So that is the back half of all of our lists, uh, which means we are now at the top five. We did it. Woo! Top five. <laughs> uh, John, you're number five, and we'll go fives, fours, yep. three, two, one. Number five for me is In Too Deep by Some 40. Yeah! Maybe we're just trying.
Okay, this. It, do you remember the music video for this? They were sitting at the bottom of an empty pool. That, that one, yes. It was so fucking cool. This was, when I got my first electric guitar, this was the first solo I learned how to play. Okay, <laughs> because that guitar solo was so fucking awesome. Like that. Oh my god. Just the whole song, it was so positive and upbeat, and just. Yeah. It's like. And the lyrics again, it's like you telling them shit I'm in over my head. I did that a fucking lot in high school. Like, <laughs> I think we all did to some point or another. <clears throat> yeah, I just, oh my god. No, the song just spoke to me. I just, I love how the, the drums sounded especially good on that track. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but oh my god, everything about that song was great. And then, like we were talking about before, I'll kill no filler. Fantastic album, and I love Fat Lip, don't get me wrong, but this this song, because it was the first like real guitar solo that I learned how to play, was it, it held so much more sentimental value to me, and I just think it's a hell of a lot more fun song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's there's some dark shit that happens at Fat Lip. Okay? Yeah. Like, the doctor said my mom should have had an abortion. Like, fuck me. And none of us at that time knew the heaviness of that. We just yeah. liked it because the song was fun. Yeah. We become adults and listen to it like, Jesus Christ. Oh, like, like, no wonder I'm fucked up. This like, was God, the shit damn. I listened to it's as like a kid. The subliminal message. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> but no, that's completely why I went with In Too Deep. I absolutely yeah. love and, that and, song. Yeah, and, and I think what I said about, um, I did, or which one? Uh, Dan, if I do, yeah. yeah. Like, the chorus is very sing songy. Like, cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up above in my head instead of going under. Yeah, it's just so it's just so bouncy and fun, and like it, like as compared to Fat Lip or or like some of their later stuff, like it's just like it's just. But I love the video too, because like they brought Brown Sound to the front face of that and just had everything like balls deep into his guitar with the camera. Like, oh my god, it was so awesome just watching him hammer that out. Yeah, fucking amazing. Like, one of the coolest moments as a teenager learning to play that song and like. I knew as soon as I heard them, like, I gotta learn how to play that shit. Mm-hmm. I can do the bass fine, that whatever. Yeah. Okay? That solo is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely good. That and that was, you know, one of the, you know, four or five Sum 41 songs that, that I that, that was definitely in the running. That's so a, that was a solid pick, babe. Thank you. Solid pick. Thank you. Uh Elise, you're number five. My number five, and it, I think it's funny, we actually talked about this song a little bit earlier. Um, my number five is Swing Swing. From the synonymous, I'm going to say, with the pop-punk movement. Yeah, Tyson's um, voice on that was pretty amazing, too. Tyson Ritter is wonderful. Carry me! Oh, it's Just so good. the embodiment of love, angst about love, angst in general. Swing, swing. Right. Um, 
It's just it's a it's a modern classic at this point. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Yeah. I just I said what two thousand four. Four. Yeah, I think that yeah. album came out around my freshman year of high yeah, school. So oh three oh four something mm-hmm. in that. And time and frame. and uh, what I've noticed about his voice, uh, it, which it seems to be another fairly popular thing amongst the genre, is that. I mean, he's got like a range to it, but it's it's bouncy. Like it's like I, I, I don't want to keep using the word bouncy, but it's no, like, his intervals are. But it's, it's like yeah. big swing, they come and go. I'm dreaming of her. Yeah, no, like, it's his intonation control. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's his intonation being able to jump so high in between the register mm-hmm. is fucking impressive. That, that's that's really good. Yeah, swing, sure. swing, from the day, and like how seamless yes. he makes it, flipping from his chest voice to his falsetto. Yeah, on mm-hmm. real. He's a hell of a vocalist. Like again, when he was live, it sounded just as good as the studio. It really does. That's if like, you guys ever get the, and that's like probably the third or fourth time I've seen All American Rejects live. I saw them at Warped Tour 05. Um, I saw them in the Black Clouds and Underdogs tour when they toured. With Fallout Boy in I think like oh six or oh seven, um, and then I saw them uh, then when they opened at um, the Blink show this past summer. And um, if you guys ever get the chance to see them live, definitely do it because they put on a hell and they of a make show. it a fun time. Like they, they really do. Up on stage. And- oh yeah, he had what probably six or five or six girls up on stage with him singing. It was great. Mm-hmm. And that was during Dirty Little Secret, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was fun. And like he would like he would take their phones and like take selfies and Snapchats with them yeah. as he was singing. Yeah. Like, so fucking cool. So, they're cool. You guys should definitely go see them live yeah, if you absolutely. haven't. That's, yeah. And, and like, like I said, like, Swing Swing, even if All American Rejects as a band isn't really kind of well, I don't want to say well respected because they, they are, but mm-hmm. like, but that song in particular is like, like if you were to make like a greatest hits of the genre oh, it's on there. from oh. 95 to 2005, like it's that's, that's, you know, it's got to top five there. tracks. Like yeah. It's, so, yeah, that's definitely a good inclusion uh, on the list. So what's your number five? My number five, uh, it's kind of cheating uh, because it's technically a cover song. Uh, that, I, I'll take it. Yeah. There's uh, so many good ones, There, there are a lot of really good pop punk Like that was like, when we were talking about My Chemical Romance, yes. too. Under Pressure. Their cover of Under oh, Pressure with the used. I, 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 <gasps> oh, my God. I need to hear it. And okay. Gerard's it's vocals so on there. It's so good. Oh, okay. Like, part of me, and, and, and I don't want to hurt the feelings of the Bowie fans out there, okay? The, the vocals almost, I, I almost like the... My Chemical Romance and used version better than Dave. So I'm not going to disagree. And I'm really weird about covers, but their co- that cover is good. And um, it's up there with covers. Um, mm. The Sound of Silence, the Disturbed version mm. is. I, I've, I've been meaning to another idea for a top 10 list. It's just top 10 cover songs. That would um, be so and dope. That, my number five would definitely be on that list. Yes. That, uh, the Sound of Silence would, oh, I know. would be on that list. I know what this is going to be. I think I know what. This is going to be. Is it Alien Ant Farm? No. Oh, damn oh. it. Okay. Oh, it was, oh my that, God. That, that one would also be on the covers list, but yes. it's not yeah, on smooth, this list. There's Smooth Girl also. That, that is great. Um, so what's your number five? My number five, uh, I will say to kind of further emphasize the, the popularity of covers in pop, pop punk, uh, there's a band called Me First and the Gimme Gimme. Oh, my God. I love them so much. Yeah. Holy shit. Which, which, if for any other reason, is the greatest band name in the history it's of oh, yeah. music. Um, I, I love Clever and the band names. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being one of them, Fits in the Tantrums being yes. another one. Yes. Um, so is it Over the Rainbow? 
No, well, my, my favorite Me First and the Gimme Over the Rainbow is good, uh, but my favorite uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimme is uh, their cover of Goodbye Earl. But yes! Oh my god, I could fucking kiss you right now. He I love that version of that song mm-hmm. that, so much. That, that is a great song. Uh, unfortunately, it is not my number five. God damn you! Sorry. Um, Tease me. <laughs> I know. If, if I, it's not, I mean, it's not on my list at all, but it is in my preliminary list. Right, that's good. Uh, so, probably number 12 if I if I had to, <laughs> had to make a list um, but my number 5 is by uh, Goldfinger it is their cover of 99 Red Bullet yes oh. I base bugs in the software flash the message something's out there floating in the summer sky 99 Red Balloons go It's uh, and Goldfinger. They have a lot of really good songs. You have, uh, they also do a really good cover of Rio by Duran yep. Duran, which is really good. Uh, and then Superman, which everyone who has ever played Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, knows that song, and it is just it is it falls under the same category of pop punk. Oh staples. my god, that's a um, song! Holy crap! But 99 Red Balloons. It is just so I'm like. Pretty sure a guy I made out with once put that on a mixtape for me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was on a mixtape. I I do like that. I haven't thought about that song in years. There you go. Uh, I'm glad I could stir up the Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. Great. He knows I didn't make the best life choices as a young adult. Fully aware. <laughs> uh, but 99 Red Balloons. This song is just so like the the original song is is fine. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's an Luft okay. Balloons. <laughs> Luft Balloons. Um, 99 says Luft Balloons. It, but the, this song is just like. Like like most pop punk covers, it's basically taking the lyrics, making it faster with like distorted guitars, basically, which is fine. Uh, but this one, there's something about it that they kind of like make it their own. It's like, oh yeah, like they like get way more into like the guitar and bass, like bam 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 bam. bam. It's good. It, it just like that that cover is probably my my favorite. Goldfinger song, uh, which is saying something because they have a lot of really good uh, songs as a band, so so they, I kind of had to include it, uh, even if it is a cover uh, sure. on, on my pop punk list. Awesome. Very nice. John, your number, your number yeah, four. Number four. My number four, and this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. At number four. Yeah, it's Flavor of the Week by American yes. Hi-Fi. Yes. And he's got posters on the wall. Because when you hear that crash symbol at the beginning, that oh, just and then it sounds so dark at the beginning in a minor key, and then they switch to a major mm-hmm. as soon as they get into the verse. Right. Oh, and then the chorus. 
was so amazing. They used the word Nintendo, one of my other loves, <laughs> in the chorus. Like, oh, it was so good. And it's like it went through the whole, the, the emotional phases of dealing with... Um, a shitty fucking boyfriend. Well, no, having a and having a crush on a girl that's with a shitty boyfriend, and yeah. you knowing that you're a better fit for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so many young dudes that are like hopeless romantics, like I was until I met this beautiful one. And, yeah, there we go. See, I'm trying to earn brownie points back for the MCR issue. Um, <laughs> Not now. You brought it back up. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like for the hopeless romantic and a lot of younger guys that like this genre this song spoke to them like fuck I'm better than this guy pick me choose me senpai you know what I mean like <laughs> fuck um yeah. notice me senpai <laughs> <laughs> um it's oh it was just it was such a good the guitar solo in that was amazing as well too but the thing that was so unique about American Hi-Fi and not, not a lot of people like followed them after this song this was almost like their one hit wonder you know what I mean right. that whole first album was uh, Infinity on High or not Infinity on High that's uh, that's Fallout Boy don't get it wrong um, fuck I can't remember now I have your curse of not remembering all <laughs> um his vocals were so gritty, you know what I mean? Like, almost to a, a, a Kurt Cobain point on, on certain tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had that nasally feature that you get out of, like, Newfound Glory and those yeah. kind of guys. Her boyfriend, he, he don't, don't know oh, yeah. anything about her. Oh, it's so good. He's too sound. Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo! Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> but yes, Flavor of the Week. What, solid. What, solid there, number four. They have another really good song that I can't... I, the thing I is, I love oh, all I of their songs. I can't think of the name. The first track on that album... I'm sorry. Um, ...is Surround. That's one of my favorite songs that they ever wrote. It was never a single. Um, Scars, that's another good one on that album, too. Um, it's all around just a great, great CD. The, the, art, the Art of Losing, that, that song I was thinking of. Yes, that's, oh, fuck, that's that, good James. Solid, solid number four, babe. All right, number Thanks. four. All right, so my number four, and let me preface this by saying, oh. this is not my favorite Green Day song. This is not my favorite Green Day album. However, I think that it is... Pardon me for getting a little political for a moment. Oh, God damn it. A little... It is just as relevant today as it was when it came out 11 years ago under the Bush administration. <laughs> That's right. My song <laughs> is American Idiot. Yes. By Green Day. The problem that I have with that pick, though, okay, is that after American Idiot, Green Day, let's be fucking honest with each other here, until they release Youngblood and all these other ones on this newest album, okay? Revolution Radio's good, everybody. Y'all should listen to it. They were in a 10-year slump that was not... Oh, yeah, that 21 Guns song was awful. Because they they kept trying... They went so far from their genre. Because, okay, let let me just speak. Because they kept trying to recreate American Idiot yep. in those albums. And they, they couldn't do it. And that's my 
like because American Idiot needed to be its own Wait, thing. Are, are you talking just the 20, 21 century breakdown recreating American Idiot or yes. like the, the Uno Dos trick? Because that, that was that I think they were both awful. Well, I'm, they yeah, were both oh, bad. They were great, but there, there were some good songs they on were, each of those. I think. They peaked at American Idiot yes. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And with this newest album right now, they are getting it sounds more closer to Dookie, their yes. Dookie era yes. stuff, than their American Idiot. And and I will be perfectly honest and say that Dookie is my favorite Green Day album. I like all those tracks. I just, I, as a whole, I like it better. But American Idiot spoke about a whole generation. It started mm-hmm. bringing politics into music. Well, there were other not, bands. Not started. Like that. Let, not started. In that, I would say in that genre. In that genre. Yes. In, it, in the and pop-punk to, to people my age when it came out, here was a song that said, fuck America in it. And we were like, what? And, and it was my brother's, I'm, I'm very proud of this. It was my brother's very first album that he ever bought was American Idiot by Green Day and I actually bought him the t-shirt with the, the album on it and my mother didn't realize that the grenade as he was holding it had his middle finger out so that was the win well um, the other thing too I always, I always think back to the music video it was like everybody was getting slimed like they were on Nickelodeon oh my <laughs> like god green everywhere <laughs> no I, and I will I will admit I don't think it's their best song I, I don't think it's it's up there I don't think it's Green Day's best song but I think it represented a lot and did a lot for the genre. Yeah. And did a lot for the band. I mean, they won a fucking Grammy for the album. Right. Like, that's... Yeah, I, I think, me, me personally, as a whole album, it, it's not my favorite. Um, but, and even song-wise, American Idiot's probably number two or three on that album. Like, Holiday is my favorite song. Oh, I got sick of hearing I it. I know, but, oh, but I, 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 I love it so much. I, so, I was big on um, She's a Rebel. That I love that, that, that's With how, song. like, when we talk about sing-songy mm-hmm. and, like, bouncy like that, ugh, love that song. That, yeah. that was one of those tracks that, like, I wore out on the CD because I listened to it so many fucking times. Did it start skipping? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, you remember when that used to happen, guys? Oh, God, see these kids. You can't wear out digital download. <coughs> I know, it's so great. crazy? Yeah. All right. No, that, that that's a valid pick. I, I know a lot of, like, the the Green Day purists or, like, you know, pop punk purists would, you know, that like that was their if selling If a true out purist point. looked at my list, yeah. they'd vomit. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. It's, you know, I... I love great. I like. I love. I'm one of the, like. I love 21, uh, 21st Century Breakdown. I love American Idiot. Um, I still. I've been meaning to. I haven't listened to all of Revolution Radio oh. yet. Um, it's good. It's good. I mean, the the songs I've heard are really good. I just haven't listened to it as a whole. Um, and to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of, of Doogie. Like as as a whole. Like like if you could see our faces at home I know, right now, I'm everyone. Sorry, guys. My jaw hit the floor. I'm sorry. So I you know. It's Dookie! I know. That's All right, what's your number four, Abbott? Okay, my number four, uh, my number four is my, uh, is my contribution to the Sum 41 Club. Uh, and it is not, uh, either of the ones that you guys listen. Oh, good! My my number four is Motivation by Sum 41. Oh my god, that was such a good song. Accusations, don't know how to take them Inspiration's getting on 
it's just uh, oh, it just the uh, first <laughs> that that part just the chorus like I love songs that are kind of like chunky it's like that's a perfect word that, for that, that chorus it's, yeah oh my god darn it darn it and then, then the bass comes in out of nowhere to yeah. smooth it out. It just, I think of all of all of their songs, like, and like, I had In Too Deep, I had Fat Lip on my preliminary mm-hmm. list, but I think Motivation, uh, just the lyrics, uh, is like, are just so, are, I mean, granted, Asian has a lot of words to rhyme with, uh, but I, I think he just kind of, like, picked the right ones that kind of, like, that went with it, and that on top of the music is just, it's just a good... Just the way they end the course, situation never what you want it to be. Exactly. Oh. It's it, it just a, a great song, and, and I, I I knew, like like you said, I, I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to some of the other ones, but but I, I agree that I would also put Sum 41 in, like, the the top five of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I had to include something of theirs and, and it was kind of difficult to, to narrow down, but, but I think motivation is, is my, my pick on the, the Sum 41 club. No, I think that's, that's a solid pick. Solid. Yeah. Number three. Top three. This is the, the bronze on the pop punk. Yep. So my bronze is... See, the thing is, is I, I, I went... Uh, I went for singles again, okay? Yes. Um, if it was up to me, I wanted to pick this song, but I wanted to pick songs that people knew, right? Okay? So I went with Grand Theft Autumn, Where Is Your Boy, <laughs> Tonight by Fall Out Boy. Okay. Where is your boy tonight? I hope he is a gentleman. Maybe he won't find out what I know. You were the last good thing about this part of town. Listen, if it was up to me, I would have picked Tell That Mick He Just Made My List of Things to Do Today. Okay? Mm. Because, the, dude, that beginning guitar part for that is awesome. But it is. Grand Theft Autumn, like, if him first starting out a cappella mm-hmm. was awesome. And now, this was, like, one of the first bands. When I first heard them, um, I was starting to write music myself, mm-hmm. like, starting to write songs and things like that. Barely any of their songs rhyme. Like there's yeah, that, there's none of the rhyme cadence that you're used to, and that blew my mind as a young songwriter. Wait, you're telling me line one and three don't, don't have, have to rhyme, rhyme, two and four what? don't have to rhyme? Yeah, like exactly. That's like it, mm-hmm. it was unbelievable to me. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god! Not only are they breaking rules there, but this music's good. Mm-hmm. Like everything just was so in sync with each other. Right. Um, with the whole thing of their band like starting out as a joke and then become this huge conglomerate that it is today yeah um that was it, the music video was fun for it um it was, everything about the song was a blast and the the lyrics again you had this and a lot of their songs too like they their lyrics like can really hit somebody that's actually listening it's true they're lyrically Fall Out Boy is probably my favorite band yeah and like this is 
again, this is like the the love struck mm-hmm. issue that we run into. Where's your boy tonight? I hope he's a gentleman. Maybe he won't find out what I know, but you were the last good thing about this part of town. Yeah. Like fuck. That's great. It's it's just like, hey, fuck you, you could have had me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But deep down inside you're like, yeah, you were pretty awesome too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I absolutely love that song. I've always loved Fall Out Boy. I liked a lot of their older stuff mm-hmm. better than the newer stuff. Um, oh, I think everyone does to a degree. Like that, I, that seems to be very, very common. I right. like their new stuff, probably mostly because it's Fall Out Boy and I like them. Yeah. Sure. But um, Take This to Your Grave is probably my favorite album of all time. <laughs> I it's, it's up there for me. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say it's my favorite album, and um, it's this. That's Grand Theft Auto. Where's your boy? Is, is phenomenal. That's yep. a solid mm-hmm. pick, babe. That, that is a good one. Um, so my number three, um, we're we're gonna have a couple repeats now. Because um, my three, my number three is also Helena. Yeah. By my cam. By my cam. Take Lillian. that, you. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why you got so bad. <laughs> Um, again, I, not to beat a dead horse, but the fucking video. Is, <laughs> if you don't, if you are listening to this and you haven't seen this video, what, what the fuck? Yeah, did right. you live under a rock? Um, and number two, just go now. Watch. What's even funnier is that she literally did growing up too. Like her mom would let her watch Harry Potter or anything like it's that. True. Like, it's true. And she saw I the fucking video. Led, Come on. Well, I watched it because I would sneak and watch Fuse when I got home from school. Oh, Fuse. Fuse, right? Between between me getting home from school and my mom coming home from work. Yeah. That's, that's the only time I got to experience real, actual on, culture. Bunch of fucking amateurs. That, um, <laughs> that didn't come from a church sermon. True story. But that's, that's a story for another podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, my not to be the dead horse. So uh, my number three is um, Helena by Mike Ham. Yeah, that, I, th- I think, and, and what's funny, and I, and I forgot to mention this when, when it was on my list. I think, for me, like my two absolute favorite musicians of all time are Weird Al Yankovic and Alice Cooper. Uh, so it is very yin and yang. On uh, you know, bright and colorful, dark and scary. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And I think for. Uh, Helena for uh, for My Chemical Romance. The video is very like I think I think it's probably the Alice Cooper part of me, mm-hmm. but it's just like like something like, kind of eerie and dark and Everything sinister. And, it's a fucking funeral. Well, like, right, <laughs> right. But like I, I saw the video and like you know she's she's in the casket in the front and then right before they go to the bridge it's like zooming in on her and she opens her eyes really big. I'm like oh god like yeah. But just, then she does that beautiful ballet she does. and, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's yeah. Beautiful. Exactly. It's just... The beautiful ballet is beautiful. The beautiful ballet is beautiful, yes. Yeah, I just... You need me. Right. You I love it. Yeah, that is... that is. I love my chem. Gerard Way owes me. I'm surprised it's number three. Really? I... So... As compared to two or one. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, for as much crap as you gave both of us of having Rachel Romance at six... Because they're they're my number three top favorite band. Because okay. there's other two, but there's two other. Two okay. okay. All right. Uh, my number three. Uh, we've already had one Green Day uh, inclusion on our lists. Oh my. Uh, my number three. This one was hard. Uh, to be honest, my number three was Basket Case uh, by Green Day. Um, and then I remembered this song. Okay. It, it is not from American Idiot. It is okay. not from 21st Century Breakdown. Which song is it? My number three is Hitchin' a Ride by Green Day. I don't as well enough, but I- 
Yes. Uh, it, like I said, it was, it was Basket Case for the longest time. It was, oh. it was between that and, and like a few others. Like I had uh, Holiday in there. I had um, uh, East Jesus Nowhere from 21st Century Breakdown. Um, but, I, and to be honest, I completely forgot about Hitching a Ride. And I think the, uh, like we were talking about uh, another song that I can't remember which one it was, just the the chunky power of the the guitars and, and the bass and, and everything, of, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the chorus, like, and it just, just the, the walking bass line, the, the chunkiness, it starts off with a violin that you don't expect, and it just like, and then like the, the very quick build before like just a yell like yeah. it just, it just I, the thing that blows my mind is that with, as much as you like the chunkiness mm-hmm. I'm shocked you didn't go with Longview you know ding 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 so you know okay a little history lesson here because I I have Green Day in my top three okay well top two since I just did my three um did you realize that his name is actually Mike Brown? Who? The bassist. It's not Mike Dern. Okay. The reason that they call him Mike Dern is because when they were walking around in high school, he would sing bass lines to himself and like airplay bass. Uh, and he would go, dern, 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 oh, dern, dern. So I, it I became his that. nickname, and they his, his stage name is Mike Dern. Huh. D I R N T. A dern, 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 dern. I was not aware of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Like, he. <laughs> He's one of the most talented mm-hmm. bass players in the genre, in, in, in rock, in, honestly, mm-hmm. because the thing was is that he would get high, he was high as a kite when he wrote Longview, okay? Right. Like, they were literally, like, Billy Joel has told the story, like, they're sitting around as high as a fucking gourd, okay? And Mike just looks at him and goes, hey, dude, check this out. Ba-doom, doom, 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 ba-doom, doom, 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 ba-doom. Like, and Billy's sitting there like, dude, that's fucking good. Like, <laughs> but no, I, I get what you're saying with that song. I just, I'm surprised it's that one. Yeah, I, dude, like I said, and I, I completely forgot about it. I was, as kind of like, because I had everything written down and then just kind of like a last, like to cover my bases, I went through like all of my Spotify playlists mm-hmm. just to see what was on there. That's honestly how I remembered um, Because I'm Awesome by the Dollar Rats. Yes. Forgot about that one. Um, but, uh, but this one, I'm just like, and, and it's, it's so fun to say, and I think part part of the reason is because uh, when I was uh, younger and living at my mom's house, I would, I would sing it, and like I was in the shower one day, and I was singing just the chorus of this song, but I would like, because like, the, it's like, I mean, Billy J, he's a, he's a good singer, but he's not like a classically trained no. singer or anything, or by any means, but I, but I was singing that chorus in the, in the, in the shower one time, and uh and I was just like troubled so, like I put more like jazz kind of swing under it mm-hmm. it's just funny just like troubled time you know I cannot lie and, and it just instead I, of him hitting notes like straight on yeah exactly but the things it sounds like he dips with some of the vowels that he does the, the diphthongs which it's an actual term okay so the diphthong a, a diphthong what that is for the non-music people out there is when you've got two vowels beside each other okay, okay? so you have to make the sound of both of those okay thing. he would make diphthongs without it being a diphthong there like it, like it would his O's would sound like OU's okay you know what I mean and he just 
a, he scooped a lot of vowels yeah. and gave him a very unique tone. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah, and, and it's it's fun to sing. Like uh, like I said with with a lot of my other songs, like I'm a big air drummer, and on the way down here, that's all the hell I was doing. Uh, and this song is just it's just so fun to sing along with. Uh, just going from the verses, which are kind of like laid back and, and not softer, but but not nearly as intense as the chorus, uh, and then just like going right into the chorus, and just and then the the chunkiness of the guitars and everything, it just that's yeah top five Green Day songs. Uh, and honestly, why I picked that one over some of the other ones is because some of the other ones I like uh, aren't like the the singles rule. Sure, yep. So like I didn't want to go too obscure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that one it, hitching a ride by Green Day would be would be nice. nice. So my number two, uh, I'm, I know I'm going to get some slack for this. I know I am. Because this is this is my favorite band of all time. Okay. And they're my number two. Okay. Uh, my number two is All the Small Things by Blink-182. Okay. Okay, there were some other songs before that, and I'll, I'll explain it more in the next one. However, this song is fucking awesome. This is this epitomizes what epi, epitom, epitomizes. That's right. That was right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad with words today. Um, it epitomizes the, the sophomore. That, fun. that one. That one wasn't right. Epitomizes. <laughs> epitomizes. It reflects. What, Atta boy. what uh what pop punk is yeah. it was the video mm-hmm. and you know at least and i got into a spitting match about this the other night but the video was a direct slap in the face to boy bands oh yeah and so it this kind of ushered in the pop punk movement and closed out the boy band movement. see I, I i'm gonna argue with you on that and i'll explain why i'm my number one um but it's Everybody knows this song. Everybody thinks of pop punk. You have to think of Blink-182. Right. You simply have to. Um, video was hilarious. Song was infectious. And it was simplistic. There was like no real solos in it. It was just a bunch yeah. of power chords. Um, and Enema of the State is one of the That's, best. Yeah. Oh. One of the best pop punk albums of all time. It's my favorite Blink album. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. Self titled is my favorite. Enema of the State is number two. No, I, I think my favorite album of theirs is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. You would. I love that album. It, if for any other. That and the, um, the Symbol Plan album. The, um, no pads, no helmets, just yeah. balls. Mm-hmm. Those might be the two greatest album titles. I mean, they're oh, up yeah. there. Yeah, they are up there. Um, but the imagery that they use in the album too, with the, the takeoff was the plane. Yes. And then they had the pants and a, and a coat. And that jacket. Yeah. Oh, it was so yeah. good. It, it's it's real. It's a really the well designed. The play on words was that album, was fantastic. It's a really well designed album cover. Um, I, I think if, it, if we're doing a uh, favorite Blink album, mm-hmm. probably uh, I would probably have to go with Enema of the State. 
But then, honestly, number two, as of right now, is, is California. California. Like, oh, yeah, California is up there for me, it's, absolutely. It's Did you, have you heard Matt's Kiva is so good. He's There's great. a deluxe version. There's a deluxe version coming I, out. I've heard. Uh, oh, parking lot? Parking lot. Okay, okay so really parking lot and misery is the other okay. one that you're both really good. So fucking good. Matt added this smokiness to them that Tom could not provide. It's a completely different type of tone uh, that fits so much better in my eyes than what Tom's voice did. <laughs> Go, Tom's fight me. Whiny Don't like <laughs> Sorry, Tom DeLong, you're a whiny little bitch. Yes, Tom, Stop looking for aliens. Yeah, Tom DeLong, you lost your fucking mind. T- Tom, please be on the podcast. Right. <laughs> right. God. Uh, that's my number two. Yeah, no, I, that's that's totally... I, Blink-182 has to be on... If you're doing a pop-punk list and Blink-182 is not on your on your list... You're fucking There's high. something wrong with then you. Then you're wrong. Right. Um, yeah, but but I think uh, that's like I said, that or maybe uh, what's my age again would probably be their yes, oh, yeah. well, well known uh, songs, but but that one mm-hmm. would definitely warrant a spot for, for sure. sure. So my number two, and we're gonna have another repeat, guys. I'm sorry, um, and not to beat a, a dead horse, so <laughs> we won't talk about it too much. But my number two is Grand Theft Autumn. Where is your boy? Okay. Follow boy. Um, again, one of my favorite bands of all time ever in the history of life. Um, and, uh, Pete Wentz, oh, Pete Wentz. Feel free to come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I've seen them live three, four times now, and yeah, they're great. I love them live. They're awesome. Um, Patrick Stump is wonderful. I Patrick's voice is so unique. It really is. It's very unique, and I feel like it's gotten so, so much better. Much better. You can like, tell he's been taking lessons mm-hmm. or just really oh, yeah, honing his craft, and it. it's yeah. Yeah. really paid off. So kudos to you, Patrick Stump. Um, Please share the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so Grand Theft Autumn Fall Out Boy off the album Take This to Your Grave, which is my favorite album of all time ever, yep. also in the history of life. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a long time. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of music still to come out. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, but I, I hate the people that say. Just to go off topic for a yes. second. I hate the people that say, "Oh, life's too short." Life's too short. Life is the longest fucking thing any person can actually do. Like, I could be a fan of football for, you know, 50, 60 some years, but I will live longer than I was a fan of said football. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Put it in the story basket. Put it in. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Abbott, what's your number two? Huh? My number two, uh, uh, my, my list started off, off uh, obscure. Right. Uh, it is going to round out being obscure. Oh, my. Um, my number two uh, is by the band In Stereo. It is their song called Waking Up. And we will pause for audio. And yep, there you go. Forgot about it. That's a good jam. I man. had never heard that song. No, it's like the, it, it's it's the bouncy that we were talking mm-hmm. about. Before. Very bouncy. Um, yes, I, and I, lots of none and us. Exactly. It's which, why Abbott which, likes it. Which checks like <laughs> two of my boxes. For yeah, it. and it gets chunky with the guitars of the chorus yes. too. There's your three boxes: the, bouncy, none and us, chunky. Done. Yeah. 
and that, and that hits all of them, and it's it just, I and that's the other with the. Um, I thought two or three of those could be like food descriptors too. <laughs> bouncy? What's bouncy other than Jello? I mean, chewy, bouncy, spongy, spongy, like cake. Cake is not bouncy. Calamari is. Ew! It shouldn't. Good calamari shouldn't be. Yeah. Squid, squid. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> this. All right. And I think maybe the other reason why I have it so high on my list is because for the longest time, this song was not on YouTube. It was not on Spotify. It was not on anything. It wasn't mainstream. It was not. Like I could not find it anywhere. The, the whole reason I found it in the first place, again, pre-Spotify was Pandora. And it was on like a Green Day or Blink-182 sounds like mm-hmm. playlist. And it just came on. And I'm like, holy crap. Like this is just, it's just so fun and upbeat and bouncy and chunky and it, 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 it <laughs> and there's just, not a Nas there's not a Nas it literally hits all of my good music pleasure buttons uh, and that's and it just, wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> Abbott has pleasure Abbott buttons Abbott has pleasure buttons <laughs> Megan you, <laughs> Megan you have an opportunity here I gotta do is just say not a Nas and you're, you're totally fine it's over yeah. done yep <laughs> Well, that's a visual. I just no, no. Ah! Oh, you did it! Ah! You did it! Way to go, you, team! You did it! <laughs> you did it! We did it! We did it! We did it! Yay! Please don't sue us, Nickelodeon. God. Yes, but uh... that was property of Nickelodeon. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Nickelodeon. Not that I wonder if, like, the wall goes up if we'll be able to sing it. Sorry. No, <laughs> no she's getting deported. Yeah. <laughs> deported. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's not deported. Funny. <laughs> uh, but, yes. Uh, it's, <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. It's so bad. Uh, in, in stereos, uh, waking up is my number two. Uh, I just couldn't not, and, and I was telling Elise when, when you when we stopped recording one time, um, I, I we coming up with a, a top ten list. I you know writing down all the songs I did. The first two songs that I wrote down were this one and my number one, and I was like, well, if those two are the first that come to mind, then it has to be high up on the list. So nice. so I had to include it on there somewhere. Very cool for sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is now day two of recording of the top ten uh, <laughs> pop punk songs. Uh, we had we did the majority of it yesterday. Uh, had to stop for WrestleMania and birthday fun uh, festivities. Uh, so uh, had to push the most important part of the list to day two uh, after a little bit of day drinking. Uh, <laughs> day drinking is important, guys. Yes, you, you got to pregame if you're. I, what, what, what's the saying? Uh, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yep. So, <laughs> Damn right. So, uh, oh, beer's good. <laughs> so, uh, all we have to do now is the the honorable mentions. Uh, yep. We will... Yes, okay. So, honorable mentions in number one. Um, you, John, usually you, yes. you started the list, so... Absolutely. We'll go with so, your honorable mention, your number 11. This was so fucking tough because I really really like this song and I really think it stands out oh I got a bird pulled on 
<laughs> Sorry. It's professional podcast. Right. Listen, it's Yingling, okay? This is the most professional of all the podcasts right? ever. Fuck yeah, it is. So anyways. <laughs> um, this was really tough because I really, really like this song a lot. And I fought with myself if I should include this in the list, but I didn't. And I'm kind of mad at myself, and I'm glad this honorable mention exists. Uh, Memory by Sugar Cult. Okay. Drummy McBullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it, it was such a fun song. Um, the album itself, like when you look at what was it? Um, what was Palm it? Trees and Power Lines. Yes, it was a very colorful, vibrant album. And you know what? How do I remember that? I can't remember my goddamn multiplication table without a fucking calculator, but I could tell you... Well, you, you remember the important things. I could tell you what album Memory was on. Yeah. Like, it's... It, no, it was a great song. Um, just everything about it. It had the strong guitars, it had the great drums, awesome vocals. It totally deserves to be on this list. I just thought there were other songs that were better. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I think that's... Yeah, it, it is a very... Like I, it's kind of been the theme of my list. Is it is very bouncy and fun, mm-hmm. uh, and it. it uh, I think with uh, like and yeah, like what you said, it. If you made like a top twenty-five or mm-hmm. something, it would definitely be on <coughs> a lot of lists. Oh, but, absolutely! But since we have to narrow it down to ten, God, have you ever done a top twenty-five? Holy no. shit! That would be like a five-hour podcast. Yes, that would take so long. Yes, say well. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, it's what we're doing is technically like a top thirty. It's uh, just broken up into three different lists. That's true. So I mean, but no, I've not done one person's top twenty-five. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll think about it. That's like if it's like us. That's seventy-five. That's a fucking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone picks top twenty-five, and we're gonna make it a day-long event. Yes. <laughs> Be so many fucking duplicates in that game. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god. All right. At Just least. keep it at like top three the next time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> at least. So our honorable mention. So my honorable mention, and again, this kind of doves into the emo world a little bit. But like I said previously, you wouldn't have emo without pop punk. Right. Um, so my honorable mention is I Caught Fire by The Used. gets me most about that song other than you know the lyrics which are fucking beautiful is the very intro um, guitar solo at the very beginning um I can't I, I'm, I'm not gonna sing it because I'll spare your ears but um, 
I, it's so catchy. It's just a great little riff, and uh, it's it just goes from there. And it's it is this. It's it's a love song about just wanting to stay in bed and make love all day, and that's that's a damn good day, people. <laughs> Not me. So um, so yeah, that's my that's my honorable mention. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Also. Burt Run, not Burt Reynolds. Burt. Burt Reynolds. What's his name? Burt from the Used. Also Burt from the Used. Burt Reynolds. It's not Burt. Wait, Reynolds. it's not Burt Reynolds. It's not Burt Reynolds. Hang on. I forget his last name. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. But um, uh, <laughs> Burt from the Used is. Yeah, what you call me? It was, it was you rang it in. And I really just want to run my fingers through his long black hair. <laughs> like really bad. I didn't ring it. It's your. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's your. Why are you wearing a cowboy hat? No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you were in there with Burt Reynolds. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's... <laughs> what a mustache. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Abbott, who's your... My honorable mention. Uh, I think my list has been pretty controversial-free uh, from here till now. Uh, until now. Uh, my honorable mention, uh, this is one of my favorite bands. Um... They're number 11 on my list. Number 11 is Blink-182 and their song, Online Songs. Not even one one of the big ones. It's not you know anything, mm-hmm. at, but it's just the the reason why I have them as an honorable mention. Yeah, that's not, why I'm a little. I'm like I like that song. Why is it number eleven? Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, like, like I said, I love Blink One Eight Two, and I think the problem is because I like them. I like you know almost all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't <coughs> pick one. <laughs> I can't just pick one song and say, like, I mean, if I had to, like, do, like, a more well-known song, like, maybe, like, Mud or, or uh, All the Small Things or, or something like that, but I think... And Damn It and, and Carousel. Yeah, but, and, and, like, the, but I think the problem with, like, the bigger one, like, the bigger ones are, like, mm-hmm. what everyone knows, and and I d- didn't want to get, like, too hipstery uh, sure. on this one, but, uh, but online songs, it is just the... Uh, just the perfect again everything pretty much every song on my list is is the bouncy fun and chunky and chunky it's got it's got the na na na's at the end yeah, yeah, it so, so that it, <laughs> it checks every box for me and I think that that's uh, compared to like some of the other songs that are maybe like well well more well known way more well known well, well more way known <laughs> more way known how now brown cow <laughs> uh, I, I just think it's it's just really fun and it's I mean if, uh, yeah I, I think to to say like 
if I were to like pick a song, but then I couldn't justify kind of like half-assing picking just a random Blink song and then putting it higher than some other songs on my list. So I just kind of went with one of my favorite songs and kind of lumped Blink-182 as a whole. Um, because like like we were talking about yesterday, like uh, obviously Blink-182 would be one of the, the, the top four. Heavy hitters. Uh, yeah, in, in, in the genre. So it's kind of like their entire catalog is like, you know, it would make a list of their own of like top Blink songs and then trying to narrow that down to top pop punk songs. The thing about Blink-182 as well is for as long as they've been around, how many times they've reinvented their sound. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where, especially with California. Yes. The thing that I loved about that was that the sound was new, but it was familiar. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I still fucking love that album. It's yeah, so it, it, it's a great album. Mm-hmm. It I, really I, is. I really love it. It's, I think, and, and I'm not, like, I love, like, the sophomoric, like, really funny Blink-182, like, of mm-hmm. Animal of the State and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. And, yeah. then, and then when they did their, like, the more serious stuff with the self-titled album. I mm-hmm. see. I love self-titled. Yeah. It's your little emo kid inside of you. Shut up! It, no, you know I'm right. It, it, it's, a, it's a bit too emo for me. I mean, there, there are good songs on the album, but it's just like, yeah, but but I think California is kind of I like, just, Tom it's kind of like the happy medium between... I would I would agree. My problem with self-title is that Tom DeLonge was such a whiny bitch. On and, wait, I just and, wanted and, and, to everyone, find the aliens. And everyone through it. Where are you? Yeah, and oh, I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream. Like, tonight. where the fuck did he find this shitty ass American Cockney accent? <laughs> like, oh my god, that video that, weirded the, me out. That is like the perfect. It's American Cockney. It's American Cockney. I, I, I love Blink, the favorite band of all time ever in the history of life. Right, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that video creeped me the fuck out. They stood there. Well, they no, and then they had the lesbians and the spiders coming out of their mouth. And I'm like, I don't, for, you know, 14-year-old me doesn't know what to fucking think about this. Like, we, we, get, just, just, we, we get it. You're artsy. Right? Yeah, you're artsy. We get it. <laughs> you're deep. I understand. There's right, more to you than it. dick jokes. We we understand. <laughs> the Thank thing you. was, Tom DeLong sounded like his mouth was full of a dick joke yeah. because of the way that he enunciated. No, the way he enunciated shit. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. I'm so sure. Fuck, dude. <laughs> it's annoying as shit. I still love them, though. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, any member of Blink-182, please come on the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. Back Skiba. <clears throat> really? You would pick Skiba over I mean, Mark, Hobbes? of course. Mark, Mark Hobbes. And but, then, yeah. Listen. <laughs> I don't want to give away my man crush on him. Chill the fuck out, okay? You're doing a bad job of hiding it. God damn it. Alright. We've talked about this. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so we, we've uh, hit the honorable mentions. We've gone 10 through 2. Mark, I love you. Mark, I love you too. We all um, love you, Mark. We all love you. Fucking Mark. <laughs> Fucking A, Mark. <laughs> uh, now it's number one. The reason why we're all here. Um, if, if you guys don't mind, John, since you were uh, first, uh, and since it's my show, uh, I, I will go first with, with my number one, just because it, it is a more obscure one. It's not. Okay. I'm assuming your guys are is are more well known than what yes. mine sure. is. So, uh, my number one pop punk song of all time, 
not well, and that's that's kind of like when when I want to do this list, I, it's kind of more favorites because uh, I think if you say top, it's kind of like like oh, these are the best no matter what in everyone's opinion. It's literally fucking called a top ten. Yeah, <laughs> the word top is in. Yeah, I know, but but <laughs> it, it's got like the implication of like these are the ones like. Everyone has to like, but like these this personal favorite of mine. God didn't call them the top ten commandments, okay? Wait, they're not the top ten commandments? <laughs> right, right Hang on. There's more? What? Yeah. What? The fifteen commit yeah. ten commandments. Thou shalt not follow aliens and ruin your career with an awesome ass band. I mean, it could be thou shalt not be a dickhead. That would that would be good. That, I, yeah. I've broken that so many times. I'm sorry. Today. Right. <laughs> All right. My, my number one is uh, by the band Hey Monday. It is a song called How You Love Me Now. What? No one? Okay. Pause for audio input. McCracken, I love you. Please come on the podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, what? McCracken. I invited him for you. You're welcome. Okay. That sounds like thank, a thank you. Shitty like pirate news anchor, Bert McCracken. No, that 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 is a porn star name. Bro. Some German dungeon porn. Yeah. Is, right. <laughs> Bert McCracken. McCracken, the whip on you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's uh, make sure you rank this E for explicit. Yes, right. I, I will make sure to do that. Uh, yes. E uh, for extra fucked up. <laughs> shut up and let him talk. Uh, yeah, so my number one, uh, How You Love Me Now by Hey Monday. Uh, I didn't know much of this band other, you know, except unt- or until, I don't know, maybe a year or so ago. Um, the lead singer, uh, her name is Cassidy Pope. Uh, she is probably more well known. Uh, she she started or was in this band uh, doing like the pop punk thing, and then she went on The Voice and did. Re- I don't know if she won or if she just did really good on that. And now she's a country singer. So whoa, oh. yeah, kind of kind of a big dramatic. Uh, Identity yeah. crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but that song and that that whole album uh, I believe it's called Hold Me Tight uh, is really good. There's a lot of good songs on there. Uh, but this one is is the most poppy. Uh, it's very again literally every box that we that we've talked about earlier. It's a chunky, poppy, bouncy. It's got the the woes in there, which is always good. Uh, and just the she can I mean she can really sing. She's got really good vocals and and good. Great music behind her. I liked how much it built right before the chorus too. Yes. Really, really good. Mm. Gets you prepped for it. You know yeah. What I mean? 
It, there's just uh, so when I heard that song uh, for the first time I'm like holy crap I need to listen to more of this well yeah it, literally the best way to put that because you know there's the E for explicit on this we're just going to go there yeah why not right before the chorus it's the foreplay of the song it's, yeah. it's exactly what it is it's building you up to the climax of it and that chorus is awesome for that mm-hmm. It's a good song. <laughs> wow, at least it's good. I about it. don't know that any it it's a number one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it has value to you mm-hmm. and it's it's your personal number one, mm-hmm. then then that's great. <laughs> that's the nicest way she's ever said. Hey, fuck you, Evan. <laughs> I I just don't see that it's a, a number one. But that's that's me. Maybe it's just me. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I I it's yeah. a good song. Yeah. It's not you, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, it's that terrible song. It's not a terrible song! (laughs) It's... No, I... I, No, and it's... And it's funny, because I... When... Yesterday, when we started recording, uh, I told you guys that my biggest worry was that you guys would have, like, some obscure bands that I would know, and literally a third of my list has been... like I've had, I've had to play the songs for you. Uh, so, uh, that's... So funny. But, you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, that is my number one. Uh, it is just fun, poppy, with a... The, just enough punk to make it fit in the category, so uh, that works for me. So, uh, number one. So, number one for me, um, it, this this song epitomizes this whole genre for me. Okay. Um, they've always been one of my favorite bands, and I said it earlier in this podcast that we talked about them. Um, their stuff in the last 10 years has been kind of meh. They've been fighting too hard, okay? But their third single from their studio album, Dookie, was released in 1994, is Basket Case Yes. by Green Day. Yeah. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools to the bone, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm crazy. me with this is that this was Billy Joe was writing about his own personal fights with anxiety and it wasn't until later that he was diagnosed with a panic disorder huh. you know what I mean um, but I have every fucking right to say this because in 2006 someone already named it the greatest punk rock song of all time um, so Miles Davies and Zane Lowe on BBC Radio 1 um, all of their listeners actually voted for Basket Case the greatest punk song of all time and in 2009, it was actually named the 33rd best rock song on VH1. Wow. Um, but you got to think, too. Like, 1994, when did when did all the small things come out? 1998 or 9. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, Blink-182, don't get me wrong, they perfected it. <clears throat> okay. When this song hit, like, Welcome to Paradise, awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a little bit of a minor key touch in there. Mm-hmm. Longview, great bass line. Okay. Everybody notices back his basket case on that first line. 
Yeah. Do you have the time? It's it's perfect. It's right. the most perfect pop punk song ever. Mm-hmm. It's got the chunky guitars, <laughs> but it's got that happiness to it when you're talking about something so completely dark. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't think people realize like back in the '90s, in the early '90s, especially, there was still a major stigma with mental health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think this touched a lot of lives. Like, hey, I'm going through some of this shit too, and yeah. it is very therapeutic for people. So I mean, people- that yeah, that that and like the video on top of that, they're playing oh, in yeah. a, a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. It's combined with those two things come together, and it's it's you know it's a great you know pop punk. It's a great song in general, no mm-hmm. matter what genre. Yeah, I just. Song is absolutely perfect to me, but I think it really cultivated the way because a lot of the very popular pop punk songs have that happy go lucky vibe with the really powerful, like power corded guitars on distortion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like this was this was the start of the whole down picking era. Yeah. Okay. With those guitars, all with a flick of the wrist, you're getting a completely different sound out of it when you're palm muting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Tom DeLonge did nothing. But downstrokes right. on the guitar. Okay, yeah. when you watch any of the music videos, all of these guys from Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One, mm-hmm. some of our three power players, right? Mm-hmm. All play the same way, but they were the first guys to do it. Mm-hmm. When it, you can even tell, like Mark Hoppus has said, that Green Day was a huge influence for them too. When this was coming out, Blink One Eighty Two was still the the garage punk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they released Jude Ranch. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're still in the development stages. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Travis hadn't right come on board yet. Exactly. You know what I mean? So they're still they haven't found their niche yet. Like don't get me wrong. Like damn it, Carousel, all those songs were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you hear something like this, you can't tell me that that didn't lead the way for Blink One Eighty Two to take over the genre. Right. That's a lie. Travis was on Dude Ranch. It was Cheshire Cat. He wasn't on. Correct. Dude yes. Yes. Yeah, and and I think what. Um, like, it's funny because because basket case uh, when I come around Longview and um, Welcome, to, Welcome Paradise. to Paradise we're all on Dookie but of those four basket case is definitely the most polished oh for sure of oh, those songs and is definitely the most pop friendly of those songs I and I would go as far as saying most popular well right <laughs> as yeah. well too yeah exactly um, and and I know that you. Uh, I mean, amongst Green Day fans, I mean, a lot, those four songs, you know, would be, you know, four of the top five oh, for, for, a lot of, for a lot of Green Day fans. Um, and of those four, Basket Case is by far my favorite of, mm-hmm. of those ones. It's just so fun and poppy, and it's got, like, the angst and the, yep. the lyrical content, and it's just, it just, <coughs> just a great song mm-hmm. that... that should be on anyone's list Hence, except for mine so. or it's not on mine either that's why right. I picked it because y'all both suck sorry <laughs> it, up until the drive down here it was on my list so you dick <laughs> okay alright so my number one this probably shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because I had said multiple times that they're my favorite band of all time ever in the history of life with three bands you've said that and there's because I have top three. My top three bands are My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, and Blink-182. Mm-hmm. And so it is only fitting that my number one be All the Small Things by... Oh, 
it is. Um, I th- <laughs> no, I think it's what people think of when they think of pop punk. Um, the, the genre as a whole, they think of the the dick jokes, the super high energy, the na 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 the. Um, Guitars, the high energy, everything that is quintessential about the genre is in all small things. And even fans, even people who are not fans of the genre know that song. <laughs> and I, I think that says a lot. Like, like, like if it's an indication, I remember... Uh, <laughs> Uh, whose lines it anyway? They, mm-hmm. They're doing uh, song styles or yeah. whatever, and they said, "And here's that Blink One Eighty Two song, whatever." And it was uh, they sang it in the style of all the small things, mm-hmm. like just like the lyrics were like just two word lyrics, like all the small things. Just, just everyone recognizes and everyone that. Everyone knows it. It's synonymous. They. It was the first song that I really got into with them. It was my favorite one by them when I was, you know, way younger. Um, and then I remember I actually snuck and bought Dude Ranch um, at a used CD place around the corner from my house. And I snuck and bought it. And I had to hide it from my parents and not listen. I had to, like, plug my my Walkman um, headphones, like into my stereo so I could listen to it without my mom hearing it. And I, I don't know. I just... I was one of those losers that had my mom buy me the explicit, the, the, like the censored albums. Oh, no. I couldn't even have the censored ones. Oh, my. I wasn't allowed because Yikes. I grew up... I was a good little Pentecostal girl until about 16, and I realized I liked penises better oh my God. than going to church. So, wow! Yeah. Oh, you're, you're telling me your parents wouldn't buy you the the album with the cover of the beautiful nurse with the blue with blood? Her, no, yeah. no, they would not. They, they weren't cool with that. They were not. Oh, I thought so. I loved all the small things. Okay, but yes. when what's my age again came out mm-hmm. when they're doing the streaking? Yeah. Oh my! Oh, it's great! God. It's great! It's hilarious! And and uh, it's hard for me to pick a favorite Blink song. It really is because there's there's so many. So like, the other one that I argued with with myself because if 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 Basket Case never existed I totally would have went with Blink-182 mm-hmm. totally would have um, part of me would have went with Rock Show though yeah because I, I struggled because I, I had so much emotional attachment to that song you know what I mean like for God's sakes when all the small things came out we were what fifth grade fourth grade yeah something like that Mm-hmm. You didn't really? fucking know. We right. were in junior high when Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we. I just remember sneaking happening. and listening to the radio again with my headphones in, so my mother didn't know I was listening to um, secular music. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that song would come on the radio. I Oh my God. I just. I don't know. I knew I was destined for something more than praise and worship albums for the rest of my life. <laughs> so. Nice. So yeah. So that's my my number one, my yeah. my nearest and dearest. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. I think I think if we're doing a uh, top ten pop punk, uh, I mean the, the the three or four bands that are if you had to put bands on like a Mount Rushmore of the genre, you'd have Blink One Eight Two, Green Day, Sum Forty One, mm-hmm. and 
Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy, yeah. I would say, and then, like, for vice presidents. <laughs> I would put my chemical romance up there. Yeah. I think I would put my chem up there before some 41. Because some 41, yeah, because some 41 started kind of pop, pop punk, but then they're just they're just alt rock now. Yeah, but you know what I mean? some of the most iconic pop No, so I think for me, my Mount Rushmore yes. is Blink, Green Day, My Chem, and Fall Out Boy. Okay. Down no. with the beat. What's your Mount Rushmore? Blink, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Sum 41. Okay. So I think maybe. Blank, Green Day, Sum 41, and <laughs> yeah, I'm probably Fall Out Boy. I mean, just for, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think if you have, if you or if you're doing a top ten list and a song from each of those artists isn't on it, then you mm-hmm. need to reconsider your list. You're doing something wrong. Uh, for the, steel for, for, for the, for the record, uh, mine did not have Fall Out Boy on it, so everything I just said is a crap. Yeah, just so, just question your own life. Then. Yeah, right, I'm Basically. sorry. Basically. Although you did have Paramore. I did have Paramore. And they're kind of like the girl version It was so funny when we stopped recording. They're, they're also on Fueled for Ramen, so it's okay. okay. They were on Fueled for Ramen, right. so it's all right. When we stopped recording yesterday, we were on the way to Dave & Buster's. Yeah. Her in the car. I can't believe I didn't put Paramore. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, so she was so mad at herself. So mad. <laughs> oh, so funny. That's okay. When, when, when we do a a part two uh, sequel to this episode, we, you can redeem yourself. Okay. With Paramore. All right. All right. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. I, I appreciate. Yeah, this is a ball. This is great. This is fun. I, I really want to do this episode. It's like I said. It's my favorite genre. It's your guys' favorite genre. For sure. And it's fun to do do a top ten list with people who are equally as passionate about uh, stuff that you are so it, it makes it easy to discuss and, absolutely you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah awesome thank you guys yeah thanks for having us yeah.